40 and 50 year old men trying to play 20 year old college kids along with some of the worst acting ever captured on film and special effects to match. We watched Halloween night. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. I should have said, movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. I'll get it right someday. Uh, with me, as always, is my co-host, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. That was a very reserved uh, intro. But I kind of liked it. I mean, it was it was it was uh, it was more classy. Yeah, it was more of a classy intro. And because I'll, I'll take that. this movie deserves nothing but class. The class. Yeah. Um, this week. This is our Halloween week. This is Halloween week. So this is the episode releasing during Halloween week, where you think we're gonna maybe do something a little more fun or something a little bit more like classic. Nah. Yeah. Come we're, on. We're going way back. This is this is like. Back to our roots. Back to roots. Absolute schlock. Uh, this is this movie oh, is crapolas. Wow. Uh, whew, we have a lot to say about this one when we get to it. Um, but first of all, before we get to that, uh, let's see if there's anything else I want to talk about beforehand. Uh, we'll drop. We'll mention our Patreon page. Always talk about that. I'm sure people are sick of hearing about it. Um, but uh, maybe the more we nag you about, maybe we'll just beat you in submission and you'll uh, <laughs> become, a, become a Patreon and help support us. <laughs> There's a better way to get support exactly. than to mention that you're going to beat them into submission. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off strong. Sorry. How's it getting hot? Uh, so, yeah, we have a Patreon page. If you want to support us, we'd love that. Uh, yes, that's a better way of saying it. We'd really... <laughs> We really appreciate your support. You know, we do this for free. We do this for fun. Uh, anything you do to support the show is greatly appreciated. Yes. Um, really, other than that, this week, I don't really have anything else to really talk about or plug. Other than um, other than it's just been a it's, truly it's, wonderful October. Like, the last two days here in St. Louis have been just epically October weather. Just yeah. cold, cool. Not, not cold, cold, but like cold windy gloomy rainy like, the leaves are turning the leaves have finally turned like it this is like a epitome of like this yeah. is what a true october not those shitty october movies you see in movies where everything's all nice and warm and leaves california so green. not california yeah. october this is real this is the sh- this is the real october and it's awesome america's october no, america <laughs> but yeah man my, my october has been I've really taken care of myself with watching horror movies. And I know we talked about it last week. You said you haven't had a chance to yeah, watch it. Yeah. Did you take my advice, take a little time for old MH um, and watch a horror, a good horror movie? A good horror movie? No. I, 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 I try to find the time. It's just been very hard That's to find incredible. the time. Dude, I've been on it. Like, let's see. Uh, I'm proud of you, man. I'm just, I'm just like, I can't, I find time. Like, I just can't. Like, I want to watch a horror movie. Like, I, instead of doing this, I'll... So I'm sitting down time for myself, which I you need time for. Everybody needs yeah. that time for. I just I haven't been able to do it because I keep having so, other things I need to take so care of. So I watched or, uh, Halloween Five, first time I've ever seen that. That one sucked, but still you, la- you owe me. You're, you're in the consensus that a lot of people don't like Five. I've never seen it. 
you know. So. How did you not see it? Oh, we've been, you've, Dude. You've, you've never watched that with me? Like, nope. of all. I never, I've never, and it. I haven't seen six either. Producers or uh, originals. I know, oh. But that's the only one I haven't seen other than Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, so, you're not So right now, out of all the Halloween movies, I just have not seen Curse of Michael Myers and Six. Uh, Halloween 2 Rob Zombie. And that's it. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. So I watched Halloween 5. Uh, I rewatched uh, Sorority Babes and Slimeball Bolorama. I, uh, yes. Because that I just I like that movie. <laughs> so I watched that. I rewatched the original Halloween. Um, I watched uh, uh, Hall of Famer, Eamon Hardiman's movie, Death Collector, Steve, Steve Death Collector. Death, yes. uh, I watched that one. That was fun. Uh, that's one we might be able to do for the show. Yeah, I, I, that's one that's on my list to get around to watch. Mostly because you know we've talked to Eamon enough, and he's Hall of Famer. We, we talked to them and missed it a lot. They're like, I should want to support them, watch their stuff. I, but again, just haven't gotten around to doing it yet. Um, uh, I also watched uh, Dawn of the Dead, t- 2004 man, remake. You're, put, you're on it, man. I, yeah. I I was thinking the other day, like, it was actually, it dawned me, like, I was, like, driving somewhere or back from an appointment or something. I was like, I actually got a little sad. I, got, I had, like, the little Indian single tear cut up. Like, <laughs> like I, I haven't had the October I want. Like, this is not yeah. been, like, I haven't watched my Halloween. Normally, every year, I watch, at least try to watch Halloween, the first original Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's and like then a... I try to watch some other ones, like, even, like, Killer Eye Halloween Haunt's been in my rotation last week. And that's when like an hour and ten minutes long, hour and five minutes. And I, I still haven't gotten around to watching that one yet for fun. Uh, I like to do that as a watch along. Um, so do me a favor. But yeah, there's... this week of all weeks, Marshall. <laughs> Halloween's this Thursday. Yeah. Take a little time for old MH. <laughs> just just book it. Book the time and watch Halloween by yourself. All right. I, need, I should try to do that. Just yes. book the time. Um put that out of the way. Uh, let's let's talk about Halloween night. Uh, now this, you're not, not having de- you're not having deja vu, guys. No, this is not this is not Halloween night. I know we did one last week. That was Halloween night from 2006. We're doing Halloween night from 2009. Hey, oh, uh, so yeah, <laughs> two movies with the exact same name, three years apart. Um, independent as it, hell. Yeah, super independent. Uh, apparently, this one's also somewhere known as All Hallows Eve, but there's which. Don't be confused because there's like another three or four movies with that well, title too. Well. <laughs> so not really creative titles here to separate. From, uh, this one was like was released straight to video October eighth of two thousand nine. Written by John and Mark Polonia, directed by Mark Polonia. You can find this movie free on Amazon um, right now if you if you really if you want, want to. to. If you want to hate yourself a little bit, yeah, you might want to just listen to this and, and judge for yourself if you really want to watch it afterwards. But if you want to. Pause this now and go watch the movie and you come back. But, Amazon uh, Prime. We're giving you a warning. Um, the cast, the only person in this movie we're even going to talk about briefly, or just not even really talk about, mention them, is Mr. Ken Van Zant. Yes. Uh, this is his second appearance on Horrible Horror. Yes. The first was, he was in Sharkenstein. Sammy where he, Hagar. Where he played Sammy Hagar, Harbor Patrolman. <laughs> Harbor Cop, Sammy <laughs> Hagar. Uh, <laughs> so he's back in this. Um... Which should be meant to where Mark Polonia also directed Sharkenstein as yes, well. So yes. this is his second appearance on this show now. So uh, <laughs> I, I didn't do a deep dive, but I know it's, it's the Polonia brothers. Yes. And one of them passed away. Yes. John. Yeah. Prior to releasing this. Like he yes. wrote this. And he this died was, before it came out. This is an homage. Which, if I was John looking down, I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> Although to be fair, he did help write this garbage turd, so yeah. he's part. He's he's part fifty percent to blame. As he well. might be fist pumping. He <laughs> yeah. might be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? 
So uh, this movie is so bad. Like I, I'm, I'm getting ready for to go to battle here. Like you can't see, but I'm like, I've got my sleeves rolled up. Like I'm rolling my sleeves. I'm like, I'm getting ready for like the Marshall's, guns are out. I'm like, oh, let's get ready. He's get like, some he's shit cracking his <laughs> knuckles. Got his sleeves rolled up. He's putting on a headband. I, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> this movie. He's like, looks like about to fight me. I'm like, yeah. whoa, you're gonna fight this movie. <laughs> we are going to war with this movie. And um, so let me get my battle juice going. Oh, there's there the ba- all right. There's the battle juice. And. <laughs> All right, guys. Here we go. <laughs> so the movie opens after it says for John, which like, uh-oh, uh, poor John. But we open with shots of like random B-roll like farmland or somewhere. And a voice voiceover guy that talks about once a year, evil comes down to earth and fills the night air and blah, blah, blah. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's, but it's, it. you know what? It can, It was building, it's trying to build atmosphere. And it, I, 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 I know you're going to probably, I'm almost scared to say it now that you got, <laughs> you got your fucking battle juice going and your sleeves rolled up, but it made me think a little bit of the beginning of Halloween four, the atmospheric intro, like the farmland, oh, yeah. the, 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 the scarecrow, the, you know, the, the different spooky decorations that are set up and the, the cornfields, which is exactly what they did. It was Halloween very, yeah, it's it very was, Halloween for it. Yeah. I, that's, I didn't even think about that, but you're right. It's very similar to that. Yeah. Uh, just the voiceovers. The voiceover is different. It's yeah. bad and it is poorly written. But it's, it's trying to create atmosphere. It's tr- yes, it's and trying. And at first I'm like, okay, I'm on board okay. for the first 30 seconds. 30 seconds of it. And then we uh, cut to, uh, hold on, my notes are a little weird this week, so, uh, uh, then we cut to one of our main characters who later we find out is named Creepy Harold. Oh, fuck. Uh, so good old CH is standing over a pumpkin that's sitting on a cloth covered pedestal and bathed in a spotlight. Yeah. He runs his hand over it like it's a beautiful woman's naked body. And then he holds up a small knife. Hey, when I'm looking for the perfect pumpkin, when I'm at the grocery store looking for my car, I kind of do the same thing. You find that pumpkin like I a pair of on, I put it on a pedestal. <laughs> I shine. I like wash it off, bathe it in light, <laughs> just kind of like rub my face and then rub my hands over it, nuzzle it a little bit. You motorboat the pumpkin. Tap in. it a little bit, see if it's got good <laughs> consistency. Yeah, so I've been there, baby. <laughs> so um, CH plunges a knife into the top of the pumpkin, starts like, just, like he- hectically carving away at it. Wow, the camera goes in like spastic seizure mode. Yeah, it's like a weird like effect filter. You yeah, know, like it's, really crap. It's it's weird. It's pretty. It's like a stock option. You know, uh, he then pulls the top of like you know top of the stem off, and we see the pumpkins filled with, like blood and like muscle tissue and uh, like, pork tenderloin. Pork te- it's weird. <laughs> it's just okay. So we have bloody pumpkin. Yeah, you know, to be perfectly honest, when I saw him stabbing into it, and it's going, and I go, I'm like, and my first thought was. What do you bet when he pulls it open, it's bleeding. And all of a sudden, he pulls out, there's, like, bloody muzzle. I'm like, yep. Yep. And he conti- he carves the old Jack Land face in the pumpkin, which continues to bleed. And uh, and then he starts hearing a whispering voice calling out his name over and over again. He then sticks his fingers into the pumpkin's mouth. The pumpkin bites off his hand. You just hear a crunch sound. Yeah, you don't actually see the pumpkin move because it's off screen. You just hear a crunch. Yeah. Uh, he holds up his bloody stump then. Harold wakes up screaming in his bed. He goes to wipe the sweat from his brow, and we see that his bloody stump is where his hand should be. He wipes the bloody goo he, all over his head. Yeah, he fa- he he uh, he then like uh, falls back, like back into bed, holding the stump and laughing. And then he, when his, as soon as his head like hits the pillow, we see that his hand is back to normal. Everything's fine. 
and he continues to laugh. And then he a bit just more. gives himself the iron claw for like the next minute. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He's like rubbing his face, grabbing his face with his hand, and you know, yeah, uh, it just goes it's a long shot. Yeah. Uh, now we roll opening credits, and we cut to Harold outside. Um, who, by the way, this, we're going we're gonna to talk about this a lot, but we'll, we'll mention um, Harold, the guy who plays him. I think it's like Tim Carpenter, Todd, 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 Todd Carpenter. Carpenter. Um, is in like his mid forties or older, and he's got like grain scruff, like Hulk Hogan hair. Well, I'd say he's like in his, he's like fifty, maybe. Like it, he's like, it's hard to tell. I mean, he's he's at least forty five or older. At least, at least, at least. I'm just saying, he's probably yeah. he could be in his fifties, but I'm saying at least minimum forty five. He's got the skullet. Yeah, going on. the Hulk Hogan here. It's like yeah. the ball on top of like ring around it. But it's like a long, but and it's, it's long. gray and matty, like it's all un- uncapped. Yeah, and he j- and he is you know an older man, yep. kind of out of shape. Which yeah, he's an old dude. Yeah, uh, but just keep that in mind because that's how old he is. Because uh, we watch and at this point, he starts making a scarecrow in his backyard. He's stuffing it with hay, and it's slow and boring as fuck. And it's long. Yeah, it's, it's so long. It's like we. It's like in real time. We're like, oh my god, we get it. This movie, just really quick, has a lot of those type of scenes. Yes, it does. Where it's just they're just showing something's happening for a good ten minutes, and there's no dialogue, and mm-hmm. nothing's really happening. They're just showing people doing shit, and it's it's way slow. Too long. Like, what's that sound? And slowly walk around for ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, eventually, and, he does finish the scarecrow. He, he hangs it up on his stick or whatever. And then we cut to our two main college girls, <laughs> Tracy and Liz, who look every bit of 32. Oh, my God. Walking over from class along a peaceful suburban sidewalk. Again, very, if you want to make comparisons, another very Halloween trope every time. But mm. at this point, like, because of Halloween, every time I see this scene in a movie, I'm like, oh, they're ripping off Halloween. But at the same time, it's like, people, yeah, people, people, people walking over from yeah. school. It's like, yeah. It happens it's just, all the time. It just, yeah, it happens all the time. But it's, it's, it's still, just, it's a, that's the first thing that pops to mind is, it's, oh, Halloween. It's just so iconic in yes. Halloween and yeah. so well, you know, it's, it's actually ex- well done. Especially in when you call the movie Halloween and you have another movie called Halloween Night. Night. Yeah. Yeah. You're obviously going to be drawn to those comparisons. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just tough to get by with that. these uh, days. So they come to Harold's house where Liz makes some comments about how gross and creepy Harold is. Uh, you know, it's kind of stuff. Oh, he's the town weirdo and nobody likes him. And he's, yeah, he's creepy yeah. Harold. Um, Tracy, Sticks up for Harold, saying he's not that bad. And come like, on, yeah, talked like, to him a few times. He's a little weird, but he's normal. He's, yeah. he's not a bad dude. So they walk off talking about what they're gonna wear for the Halloween and how they have to go pick up their kid from for softball Halloween. practice. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> they're like thirty-five years yeah. old. Uh, while well, we see Harold painting and working on a homemade mask inside that looks something like something that Greg, Greg Nicotero will shit out of his ass. Um, I, you know what? I take that back because anything that Greg Nicotero would shoot out of his ass would still be a thousand times better than whatever the fuck this thing was that he was working on. Um, it's bad. It, it's bad. <laughs> it, it barely even looks like a mask. The only thing you can tell it's a mask is you see one like white, white like eyeball kind of sticking out. All of that, it's like yeah, you can't even I, tell I, what the I, fuck I, it I is. I vaguely remember that scene, but yeah. You know. um, so Harold gets up, goes over to his window and stares out at his scarecrow. And then a man... With a blonde mullet and a ski mask on, pops up in the window, shouting, Creepy Harold! Creepy Harold! Come on, Creepy Harold! Come on, Creepy Harold! And then he dashes off. Harold says, No, not the scarecrow! And we see two more masked men beating and breaking apart the scarecrow, 
One of the guys grabs and restrains Harold as he comes out to save the Scarecrow, while the others tear apart the Scarecrow. And then for good measure, one of the guys punches, just straight punches Harold just in the gut. Gives him a good, good gut shot. Good gut shot. The three dudes run off, get in a truck, and drive away, leaving Harold crawling over to the remains of his Scarecrow. Of his, of his destroyed Scarecrow. Yeah. Now, you know, when you think of pranksters and ski masks, yeah. you think of skinny teens. Skinny teens, but we're going to, yeah. don't jump the gun on this one yet. But you can tell, just by just by seeing them, these are large people. Large people. Uh, we cut back to the dudes in the truck. I will say this, also, I should have said the top show. Um, be prepared for a lot of audio clips of this one. Cause you're oh, getting oh boy oh I'm glad about and, that and we got we got one coming up in a minute real sure we got first one coming up real quick hot dog so we come back to the dudes driving in the truck they're driving away is like hillbilly banjo music plays which is really fucking weird choice because it now yeah. makes the movie more like a shitty comedy movie than like a shitty horror movie I mean, it, this is just a odd odd choice to make uh, the truck comes to a stop and the men get out and unmask and that's when we see. That they're all like fifty-year-old dudes. All like forty. They're like at least forty. All right. Well, there's three of them. Um, like I said, these fuckers are supposed to be young college students. College students. College students. And like clearly, they're in, one of them, like in his fifties. The yes. other is like probably in his forties. And there's the third one, JJ. We learn his name. He might be in his late twenties, but even that's oh, pushing that's it. Pushing. That's he's, pushing it. He's, he's like at least in his thirties, maybe his early thirties. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying but these guys are middle-aged men middle-aged or old men. or older. Yes. <laughs> and holy fuck, is this scene terrible? The writing is complete trash, and the acting's even worse. Like, and this is where I'm gonna play this first audio oh. of, of this garbage heap of a scene. Get ready to clean um, out your ears afterwards. Yeah, it, it's about two minutes long. So, um, <laughs> here we go. Well, we sure got creepy Harold good this time, didn't we, guys? That'll be a Halloween prank he won't soon forget. <laughs> no, stop, don't. The Scarecrow's my friend. What a loser. All hail the Halloween gang. Matt, JJ, Nick. <laughs> now what do we do? Hey, tomorrow's Halloween night. Let's have a party. Yeah, a Halloween party. My parents are away for a few days. As long as we clean up afterwards, they'll never know the difference. Great, man. The wildest, craziest bash ever assembled under one roof. This will blow the others away. Great. We got a lot of shit to do. Let's get started. We gotta buy booze, invite chicks, get costumes, get laid, get drunk, get laid. I've got a handle on a few sorority girls. They love to party. And how about the Alpha Beta guys? They can get us all the booze we want. No way. They'll bring the booze, but they'll leave with all the women. Yeah, he's right, man. We'll buy our own booze. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Um. That's what you're dealing with, guys. That's that. Yeah, that's um, that's the Halloween gang. That's the Halloween gang. <laughs> uh, Matt, so, holy fucking JJ, CJ, Nick, whatever their fucking names uh, are. So it's just so bad. We have to talk about this shit. Okay, first of all, like we said, it's comical. They're 40, 50 year old men, and one was like worried about their parents not being at the house. Like, well, my parents ain't home. Like, dude, you're 45. Dude, you're, 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 your parents are probably in Florida retired. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're probably in their fucking 80s. And like, where are we going to get the beer from? Well, 
by yourself. Yeah, you'll buy yourselves because you've been legal for 20 years. <laughs> Your doctor tells you to stop drinking so much. You're 45 years old. Oh, and Dude, you're, not, you're not 20 years old anymore. <laughs> so also, you, you, you can't, obviously you can't see it, but during their little roll call shit where they're like going, the Halloween gang. <laughs> doing And like, Matt, JJ, Nick. Ooh, um, they Each of them like, they fist, they pump. fist bump into the air. That they pump their fists into the air and then freeze frame after they say their name, like they're fucking Judd Nelson at the end of the be- Breakfast Club. Yes, it's like roll fist pump freeze frame. Yes, <gasps> and, and then, then they, they go, go right back. And then they go into it, but it's the weirdest fucking shit. And then for some reason, at the end of the scene, they they get back in their truck and drive away. But they, they all decide to put the ski mask back, back on. on. It's like. Why? That doesn't so, make any fucking sense. Like, they go rob a bank now? They Is stop. that how they're getting their beer? Just go rob a place and get their beers? I'll get the beer. I'll get the beer. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> Keep the car running. What the f- Why are you putting these masks back on? It can't be easy to drive with that gonna shit. going to go on. beat some more people up, take yeah. their money. So, uh, like I said, to clarify, we have Matt, who's played by Ken Van Sant. Uh, he's the guy with the feathered blonde mullet. Oh, God. He looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin with a wig. Yeah, like, like that's too much credit it's, for him. It's yeah. that goatee. He looks like a wannabe. So let me put it this way. Well, well then he looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin when he was stunning Steve Austin. But with that goatee, <laughs> that's like a dyed goatee. Yeah, he's got like a, he's got like a hair, brown, dark goatee, but like blonde, blonde hair. It's so weird looking. Yeah. He, this guy is such a weird looking guy. I kind of mm. love him. Um, Or kind of more like, like Hulk Hogan when he was Hollywood Hogan. Because he had the blonde hair, but he had the black facial yeah, hair. Yeah, which was weird. Yeah. Um. So, uh, JJ's the youngest of the three, uh, and Nick's a bald guy with like a Van Dyke facial hair, uh, and that's basically who what you need to know. He kind of looks like Jay Glazer. He yeah, kind of kind does. Of, yeah, kind of does. <laughs> Should be announcing like uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is, is questionable coming back with his name, <laughs> and I need to get more beer for the Halloween game because <laughs> my parents are going away for the weekend. <laughs> Um, back to you, Terry. <laughs> so we go back to Harold, who's still picking a piece of his scarecrow, and he finds Matt's wallet on the ground. He opens it up, looks at Matt's driver's license, which they show on camera. Yes. Which was a mistake. Yes. Because did you, you can, pause it? Did you pause it? You oh, which I did. Which I did, too. You can clearly see this quote-unquote college kid was born in 1957, <laughs> which makes him at the time of this movie being filmed, 52! 50 fucking two! Oh. Trying to play a 20-year-old, 21-year-old college student. Dude, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's his real yep. license? That's his real plate. That's 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 it. Oh. You notice they cover yeah. up his name and address. They cover up the name and address, but they didn't cover the up the birthday. Is right, there. <laughs> right there. 1957. Oh my god. <laughs> This is like one of the worst things I think I've ever seen in in, oh, in a movie. This is so, that, how the, the fact they let that slide is utterly ridiculous. And I, I kind of love it. I kind of <laughs> love it. Um, in a way, I just probably give him too much credit, but in a, I'm hoping that was like intentional. Like, I, like we got a 52 year old guy playing a 20 year old. Like, it, it's like I don't know. Um, I feel like I have um. I feel like at this point I want to read the blurb yeah. that they say about what this movie is about when you're on Amazon, what it says, the description of the movie. 
And it, it says that uh, it reads as follows: a bullied student. Yes. Student. Which we've already established, he's not a student. Which would be creepy Harold. Right. Ex- exact revenge on those who wronged him during a college party on Halloween night. So just again, we have a student who is at least a forty-five to fifty years old in creepy Harold being bullied by other college who are students forty-five who, to fifty years or old. fifty-two years old. Um, what? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Like, Jesus. It's never too late to start your dream. You're right. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they went back to school. They, I guess that's possible. It's <laughs> never too late to start your These education. These were the high school dropouts. You decided to go back. And, uh, oh, God. So, <laughs> yeah, our bullied student's 40-something years old, and the college bully is 52 Well, don't you remember going to college? With the mullet. And seeing, like, every blue moon, every once in a while, like an old, like a Person who's well older than everyone else. It depends on the school, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like, like there's a junior college nearby, um, Swick, so, you know, mm-hmm. and but that was like that's the thing. That's a two year junior college, so yeah, you see like or a part time school. So, and that's what, yeah, you all see like a forty year old like soccer mom coming back taking a lesson here or there, mm-hmm. or somebody else order occasion. But like when I was in college, college when we were in our eighteen to twenty two year old college years, when I when we went away to school, you went to a big one, so you may have yeah. different. I went to a smaller school, no. There was nobody that was like older. And I think my yeah. freshman year, there was one guy. Um, his name was Brett, who was I think thirty-two at the time. But he, he was like, but he one he wasn't living on campus. He wasn't. He, he commuted. He was there. He was a music. He come and go, and that was that. But but after him, no. Everybody else, there was nobody who was like over the age of like twenty-two at at, at my there, school. There there was uh, yeah unless I did, they were a teacher. But yeah, yeah, I did go to a little larger school, so uh, it was. I, I saw it uh, maybe a little bit more often. I mean, don't get me wrong; it wasn't common, but you know, you'd see him. But this is this is way too much. Yeah, this is way too much. Um, so now we cross fade to a medical research building lab where the night security guard does his round, and we see Harold, like fucking Catwoman, <laughs> sneaking into one of the labs. What a weird choice, like Catwoman. Well, I was trying to think like a. a... <laughs> it's not funny to me. <laughs> Here it comes, and it's like, I think it's sexy Selena Kyle, yeah. or, you know, like Michelle Pfeiffer, or Eartha Kid or something like that, and it's like, and then you're equating that with Harold, Harold. creepy yeah. Harold. All right, you're right. <laughs> Sorry. But he sneaks into one of the labs at night and steals a human fucking heart that's just sitting there in a glass jar of red Kool-Aid, basically. Sure. Not, it's, the heart's not on ice. It's not a formaldehyde. Nope, just in a glass jar with red Kool-Aid in it. Um, Harold then flees the scene with the heart, not in again, not with a cooler full of ice or anything, just wrapped up in a bloody rag. Wrapped in a dirty, dirty, oily rag. (laughs) Yep, and off he goes. He just had to blow his nose, maybe. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) yeah, our Harold's also a fucking cat burglar. He's like fucking uh, 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 Catherine Zeta-Jones now doing. From uh, what was that movie? Uh, Entrapment. Entrapment. Thank mm. you. When she does like the butt the, lower the, thing, the, the, the sexy super the, butt the, thing under the, the water, the sexy thing through the laser beams. Yeah. She's got to like navigate through them. Um, yeah. So I think good about that movie. Yeah, is the only good, good thing about that movie. Um, now we, we go back to Harold, back at his house. Um, and not only is he a master burglar, he is also apparently a warlock necromancer who now is a specialist in black magic and the dark arts and the dark arts. Yes, because he's Harold, doing Harold. a ritual. Harold's a man of many talents. <laughs> He's a jack of all trades. Yeah. Uh, he has painted eyes on his hands, 
And he's wearing like a black hooded robe or yeah, something like that. Yeah, druid-like robe. And did you notice Harold is also married, by the way? I did not. Because he's got a wedding ring on his finger. <laughs> Creepy Harold's married. Creepy Harold <laughs> has an old ball and chain somewhere. Somewhere that we never see. Is it a scarecrow? It might be, but he's wearing a wedding ring. Um, he sits in front of his coffee table that is covered with uh, lit candles and a book with a pentagram on it. And the heart which he stole is seen on a blood-stained white towel. He waves his hands over the heart, going like, Oogie boogie, abracadabra. Yeah. Yeah. And the symbol on the book cover begins to glow. More hand waving. And then he pours some wine, I think. Or El- oh, the elixir? Elixir. The elixir. Yeah. He goes, now I have created this elixir. Okay. Really? You created fucking Night Train? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what it looks like, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, Mad Dog, maybe? Yeah. Nitro- yeah. Um, which, uh, so he pours on the heart, which makes some shitty CGI... Light effects erupt out from the heart. It's really, it is really bad effects Damn. in this movie. They're terrible. Um, then we see some purple flames or energy or something coming out from the heart. Harold then rubs the glass with the wine, which then too has a spark of purple energy for some reason. Lots, now. lots of these stock kind of yeah, it's like stock effects. Stock effects that you can get on now. You can get them on your phone, and you can do it. You can do it right now. Right? Yeah, pretty it's, much, pretty much what it is. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's what we see. Night has fallen. A storm is rolling in. And he, he basically enchants this heart. Yeah, he's back outside with the remains of a scarecrow. He kneels down, pours some of that elixir on the scarecrow. Maybe it's water. Maybe it's a fucking vodka hell. Maybe it's acid. <laughs> because as soon as it touches the scarecrow's shirt, it begins to sizzle and smoke. Um, which is also super uh, some more shitty CGI smoke and whatever. Uh, then Harold talks to the scarecrow, calling it friend. Uh, which, goddamn... Listening to Harold makes me feel like I'm being chloroformed. I, I seriously, it, it, if any of you out there are listening, if you have trouble falling asleep at night, just listen to this. Mo- listen to Harold speak, and it will knock you the fuck out. Hear the acting chops on Todd Carpenter. I, and just so I'm, yeah, I got this. I got the clip. I'm just gonna play. It. Here's here's Harold summoning the spirit of Scarecrow or bringing doing something. I don't know, but here here it is. Now, my friend, let's see if all these years of toil bear fruit. The evil winds in this ancient ocean breathe life into your hollow shell. So, so they're, that, they're, that's, that's Harold's mumble jumbo bringing the scarecrow yeah, to life. And, and Harold, he. You might think to yourself, okay, Marshall, you're being a little harsh because he's speaking, you know, he's being creepy and ominous by himself. No, he talks like that the entire yes. movie. Yes. When no, not the scarecrow when it's an action scene. Yeah. And when he's talking, he's like, hi, how you doing? He talks like this the whole time. The whole t- there is no, no inflection no, up, exactly. no inflection down, and he sounds like he has like two marbles in his mouth. You know, just screwing up where hey, you can't There's a quite, word I really want to say. There's, there's something you really can't understand too much exactly how he sounded. But he's not Droopy he's, Dog. <laughs> that sounds like fucking Droopy Dog. You got a problem with Droopy Dog, Marshall? Because that's better than Harold. Harold doesn't even... <laughs> that's better than Harold sounding. Uh, but... Yeah, it's... It's... It's it's horrible. It, it's, I, you can't... It, it, you're going to hear more later in the movie. You're, you're, so you, you'll get examples because there's a lot more to come. So what happens next is Harold places the stolen human heart into the chest of the scarecrow, which then bursts into purple flame uh, for a moment, and then the heart begins beating. Harold 
never really covers up the heart or stuffs it into the scarecrow chest. No. He just leaves it just sitting kinda... out on the open, which is kind of weird. Yeah. And, so, and, and the scarecrow's uh, kind of disheveled. It's, it's, he's barely got it together. Yeah, it's barely together. It's just his clothes with all the hay. Like, because, you know, the. It's, the it's a flannel shirt on the ground with some hay on it. The, because the, the Halloween crew. The Halloween gang. The Halloween gang, thank you, <laughs> uh, ruined it. And yes. so he, and he didn't put it. It's. It's a fucking scarecrow. It's not hard to put back together. Yeah, God but, damn it. but I'm saying if you're gonna, it would make sense. Like, okay, I get what he's doing, but in every other movie, or you put it in the, put it in the put goddamn the, shirt. You actually put the the heart into the chest. Don't just leave yeah. it sitting on top of him because it doesn't do it. It's gonna fall off. But anyway, it, it's fucking stupid. Um, it worked. Whatever. Yeah, the hey, wind. The what, wind. what do we know? Yeah, what do we know? <laughs> we're not. We're not war, Yeah, we're not warlock necromancers or yeah. whatever. Fuck. Uh, so the wind begins to pick up as shots of horrible, horrible CGI lightning are shown, which are so fucking laughable. I'm like, why in the hell would you decide to use this shitty CGI lightning? Like, are you serious? Like, you're telling me that no, no one of the, no, no, not one of these dipshits that were involved in making this movie could find any B-roll of lightning? And any, that's like practically B-roll 101. It's a like, really good point. Like, it's fucking lightning. There's B-roll of that anywhere. Go on fucking YouTube and get lightning video or something. Like, why? Which would be cheaper than probably putting the money into this shitty CGI and it would look better. This is, like, I can't get beyond, like, I can't. I, I guess that's a really beyond. good But point. it's a terrible decision. It's a, it's terrible. It's so bad. Marshall's flexing his guns as he's saying this. He's getting, he's getting worked up. So... <laughs> Anyway, fuck it. Anyway, I can't. I, I gotta move on. Uh, the wind really starts to blow now, like, and the it, scarecrow. Honestly, this is probably the best practical effect in the movie. Is all this wind blowing around, the leaves blowing yeah, around? Yeah, fans. I actually, I actually kind of like it. Yeah. I kind of like it. <laughs> it I thought it looked all right. Yeah, it is. It's the best practical. Effect. It's just blowing leaves. Um, so the wind starts. Yeah, the scarecrow. Scarecrow stands up. It looks at Harold, and Harold and Scarecrow look at each other for a moment, kind of staring at each other. Um, and then Harold speaks. And this is where we get more audio clip of Harold again telling the Scarecrow shit. So here, here we go. go. Time of vengeance draws near, and we have much work to do. So that's just a short clip. It's not the greatest clip, but again, it just <laughs> it proves the point that he's it's the exact same cadence, to, cadence and tone, tone and lack of any kind of human emotion whatsoever. Not quite droopy dog. Not quite droopy dog, but. Time for vengeance is now. We have much work to do. That's what he talked like. It's just that bad. Like it's oh, it's so. And he's like that the whole time. Whole movie. Harold and Scarecrow shake shake hands, and Harold <laughs>, laughs. He's like, put it there, partner. Let's yeah. make a business deal. Let's go. So we cut to Tracy waking up in her bed. She looks out the window and sees the Scarecrow standing there holding an axe. Holding an axe. So for some reason, she decides to go out to her garage. Dude, no. I, I love this because she looks at it, and it's, it's pretty clear. There's a spotlight on him. There's yeah. lighting technique on him. She closes her eyes, rubs him like a goddamn cartoon character. <laughs> Opens it back up, and it's gone. I'm like, holy shit, it worked. <laughs> it actually worked. Like, I wish I could do that with, like, I was at a restaurant last night and I saw the bill and I'm like, holy shit, I wish I could go squeaky, squeaky, squeak, and open up and it'd be going, whoo. Glad I didn't see that. For... <laughs> like, it was, it was such a cartoon yeah. moment. I'm just hand on head. Face oh. So, yeah, like I said, for some reason she decides to go down into the garage where she finds a drawing, a pencil drawing 
of the scarecrow holding, holding an axe. Exactly what she just exact, she saw. On the floor of the garage. <laughs> she goes out her back door of the garage. Uh, they have a look outside and she sees nothing. She goes, Harold pops over behind a tree as she goes back inside and then he kind of just ducks behind the tree again. So that scene that Marshall described, we described in about a minute, minute, 30 seconds. That's yeah. like a five, five six, minute. seven minute scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, night passes, the sun raises and it's Halloween morning. Tracy's getting ready. Oh, excuse me. Uh, she's getting ready. She gets a phone call. When she answers it, uh, no one seems to be on the other end. So she hangs up and we cut to Harold sitting in a high back chair looking like he's part of like an old timey Christmas special. Because he's wearing like a white dress shirt with a blue sweater vest over it. He's sitting in front of a fireplace, fireplace. that's decorated with red Christmas lights. And he's sitting in like a high back chair. And the he's- phone he's holding. It's one of those super, super old original like telephones that has like the two separate pieces. An old timey phone with And a... we're not talking like a nineteen eighties no. like old timey phone for you millennials out there. Like, we're talking like a nineteen twenties. This is the phone that Thomas Edison fucking invented. Yeah, phone. this is Alexander Graham Bell's oh, phone. Yeah, yeah, Bell, yeah. Not this Edison's is this thing. is you know, you hold the you you have the earpiece that you hold to your ear. Which is like a little wire and yeah, the little megaphone like thing you hold to your ear, and, and then it's got the big black stick with yeah, the, the like, microphone. With the mic with the yellow opening <laughs> micro- megaphone that and you Hello? You have to use two hands. It's a two-handed one. That's what he fucking has for a phone. Of course he does. What? (laughs) So that was weird. Interesting choice. And why is he so dressed up? The entire movie, except for this one scene, the entire movie, he wears the same blue like or maybe red, red. flannel. Yeah. It's he, a flannel. At one point he wears a flannel over a flannel. Yeah, he does. But it's a blue or red flannel shirt. And except for this one and time, jeans. Yeah. he's wearing like like he's slacks. going to a Christmas party. He's got yeah. slacks on a white shirt with a sweater vest. There's a fire. Yeah. He's got his old timey phone. Like, what is happening? <laughs> so Tracy's phone rings again. This time it's Liz. They chat about the party at Nick's house tonight. Tracy doesn't want to go because Matt's going to be there. So we kind of get an idea that uh, she, Tracy used to date a 52-year-old dude with a mullet. Uh, but she agrees to go for Liz's sake. So now we get a montage of the girls shopping for a costume while Matt, JJ, and Nick set up for the party. Uh, during the <laughs> montage, the girls bump into Harold and Tracy invites him to the party. Yeah. Ugh. Um. We watch everyone get dressed in their costume. It's, Harold, it's a whole montage. Yeah, Harold yeah. dresses up like a scarecrow. Uh, this is where he's wearing flannel on top of flannel. Um, we skip ahead to the big party. Everyone's drinking, dancing, hanging out. Can we can we go back to that montage really quick? Sure, sure, sure. During this montage, you know, it's it's like metals, like music's playing, and they're like, all right. She invites Harold to the party. And she knows everyone hates Harold. Yes, everyone hates him. She knows everyone. This is creepy Harold. No one likes Harold. She takes it upon herself to invite him to an odd guy's party. You know, it's... That, I was just like, God damn it. It's bitches like that that just kind of fuck up parties. You know, it's like, <laughs> come on. If you really want to extend an olive branch to him, you know, go out with him. Or like, take him out on a group outing or something like that. You know, inviting him to a party where there's going to be... Police and people that and don't drinking, like him and drinking drunks who don't like him. And I'm yeah. just like, oh God, that would never happen. Yeah. Uh, it just it just drove me nuts. So um where was I? I didn't articulate it very well, but that just No, I get I know I totally yeah. understand what you're saying. Um so like I said, everyone's drinking, dancing at the party. Liz is dressed up in the unsexiest sexy nurse costume ever. 
Uh, it, it's pretty bad. <laughs> really cheap. It's they, super cheap. During the montage, they were like looking at sexy outfits and they yeah. exchange and like, oh yeah, this would be good. But they're like the ten dollar ones you get from the cheap, cheap, uh, like the cheap, cheap section they're the of the Halloween like store. A Walgreens or a yeah, they're, yeah. Not they're even really, that really they're, bad. It's like the worst. Yeah. Um. So at, at this point, I also realized this is where I realized at this point in the movie that Tracy's name is actually Trixie. I've been calling her Tracy the whole time, but it's Trixie. Uh, which is a terrible name for your main girl, your final girl. Trixie is the name Trixie. of the slut that gets killed like the first thing. Not, yeah. Not not a final girl. Yeah. Tracy. You're right. And so Trixie. That, that should have been a sign. Yeah. Um, at this point, Creepy Harold and a Scarecrow arrive at the party. Uh, CH says to the Scarecrow. Okay. okay I'm sorry. to. Stop. I'm so sorry <laughs> to stop you again. Okay. Fuck. You're take okay. Harold, creepy Harold, is taking the scarecrow with him to exact revenge. Yes, that's his plan. Yeah, and we as the audience know this. Yes, he's taking the scarecrow there to fuck people up. Yeah. Why would you dress exactly <laughs> like the murderer that you know is going to be murdering people and look just like him? Yeah. Why would you do that? You know. I, Why I, wouldn't you dress differently and be like, it wasn't me, it was the scarecrow, instead of like, no, you're wearing the exact same outfit. Yeah, I see your point. I thought the same thing. But then the other side of the coin is, okay, he dressed up the scarecrow, so if people see this, he won't know it's him. So he'll have an alibi? I don't know if it's an alibi, but like, he, they won't know... I don't know. I because both, if, if, I let's, say, let's say Scarecrow's killing someone in the backyard and someone sees it happen. It's like, oh, shit, it's Creepy Harold. Or look at that guy who's dressed like that. And he runs in in the party and sees the guy in the red shirt. Well, couldn't have been him because he's got an alibi. Something Maybe. Like I don't know. There was some. I, I, you know what? You're the same thing you said. I can't articulate very well. But you know, I thought the same thing. And I was like, oh, he's doing this. So um, they're twinsies. They're twinsies. They're totally so I twinkies. guess the people don't see him they'll see i don't know but you're right it, it's it's dumb it's dumb no matter how you want to look <laughs> at it it doesn't it's stupid so uh where was i uh let me back up here um yeah chris heads inside he says you know who our chosen ones are and scarecrow nods ch harold goes inside while scarecrow grows goes around to the back and that kind of implies that they have a, a hit list if you will yes a hit list um inside trixie Argues with Mad while she's not getting back together with him. She spots Harold enter and goes over to say hi. And I'm not getting back together to me. You lied to me. You told me you're 21. You're 50 fucking two. <laughs> no, it's because he kept cheating on her because I guess so many college girls crave that 52 year old dick. Oh man, well when you when you have like a fucking mountain of Cialis or <laughs> or Viagra, you're that sweet felly blonde mullet. Uh, and you know what? He's probably financially stable, considering he's pretty close to collecting Social Security. He's probably collecting <laughs> retirement already. Yeah, he's uh, already cashing his 401k, Marshall. So, <laughs> so um, she goes over to get Harold, and, and she takes Harold to go get some punch or something like that. Um, Harold takes his mask off to drink, and that's when Matt and JJ spot him and get pissed off that he's at the party. Um, and JJ lets. JJ says, "Hey, let's teach him another lesson tonight." And you know, it's like, "Oh, we're gonna." They're gonna get him. Yeah. Not right now. We'll get him later. Outside, some rando random party goer bumps into Scarecrow and gets lippy with Scarecrow. Watch where you're going, asshole! And Scarecrow just follows this random dude back into the house. Now, I wanted to mention at this point how much of a sausage fest this party is. <laughs> Um, oh, and, and mind you, the this, Halloween gang said this is going to be the wildest party on the wildest night. Ever, ever, yes. 
Um, Liz and Trixie are the only girls at this party. I think you're and right. And after watching this turn of a movie all the way through and paying attention, I think they're the only two women in the entire fucking town. Because seriously, we never, ever see any other girls in this movie. Not even like extras in the background just hanging out. There are no women other than Tracy, Trixie, and Liz in this entire movie. It's just dude dick everywhere. <laughs> dude dick. <laughs> Is there any other kind? Maybe. Tran- trans dick? Yeah, okay, sure. But yes, this is dude dick everywhere. Dude dick everywhere. Um, so Matt thinking the scarecrow is creepy Howard. This th- is this is where you do get the mistaken idea. Yes. Uh, threatens that saying, hey, that, you know, if you lay one finger on Trixie, I'm going to kick your ass and blah, blah, blah. Scarecrow just stands there staring at Matt. So Matt tries punching Scarecrow in the face, but Scarecrow catches Matt's fist mid-swing and like squeezes it. Um, like Thanos to the Hulk or something like that. And Matt gets overpowered by a thing made of hay with no muscles. But he <laughs> he does back off. Uh, he's like, all right, all right, dude, dude, whatever, man. We're cool. And he, is, he is 52. His, he is pri- 52. his prime days are behind that him. That is true. Uh, so Scarecrow walks away while Matt flips the bird at Scarecrow. Thinking it's Howard. Liz and Nick are slow dancing, which makes zero sense because the music playing is like hard rock dance music. So like, and they're like slow dancing. It, it's fucking retar- silly. It's dumb. It's really bad. Attaboy. <laughs> um, so they decide to, to get two tickets to Pound Town and they head upstairs to ride the Pipe Lane Express. <laughs> uh, we cut to the drunk rando party dude down in the basement which then magically turns into a garage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, he keeps it in the basement, the basement, he's but going, it's, it's he's a fucking garage. Going downsta- you see him going downstairs. And then they cut. And he turns. He's like, where am I? And they cut. And yeah, he's clearly in, in a garage. I, I want to say it's the same garage that was featured that had Trixie finding the picture For, on the floor. Might, I think it was. I think it's the same garage. But it's clearly a garage, not a fucking basement. Um, where, again, we spend way, 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 way too much time oh. watching him drunkenly try to use a piece of workout equipment. It's one of those humpers. Yeah, it's, it's like a hump machine. Tony Little like, would use the hump, like you grab onto it and you thrust your pelvis into it. And he's like, yeah. it's a great workout. Yeah, the one, of those, one of those things. I think we actually had one of those like, way, like in the early 90s. Your parents, when I remember growing up, like, you know, I was over at your house all the time. Your yeah. parents always bought those fad workout equipments you'd find on tv like they got the total gym yeah they got the air humper yeah, i think they had humper. a couple ab blasters i think maybe a thigh master in there too we had no thigh like, master <laughs> we did have the uh what's that thing you like the put ab on? roller oh it looked like a little like a little it looked like one of those like little mouse droids from star wars when painted blue with handles on you just get on your knees and like roll on it. yeah it was uh oh you had all kinds of stuff yeah your parents got you your parents were really into that stuff but they never used it i know <laughs> But they were never really out of shape either. Yeah. Like your parents are kind of anomalies. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about that. Uh, we jump back to, to creepy Howard and Trixie sitting out on the front porch talking. This is supposed to be like a sweet scene between the two of them and kind of like them bonding and, and being friendly, friendly. But holy oh. blue fuck, it's terrible. Um, and I just want again, this is where you're gonna listen to the scene. Oh, can we? Oh, you're oh. gonna listen. I just want to pass the fuck out listening to this because it's so so boring and monotone. So, so we're gonna make you. We're gonna to make it. it to you. We're gonna make you suffer too. How's your drink? Fine, thank you. I'm really surprised you showed up tonight. So am I. No one here likes me. 
That's not true, Harold. It is. The only friends I have are the ones I created out of latex and paint. I'm your friend, Harold. You just feel sorry for me, but your kindness is appreciated. Your boyfriend, Matt? Ex-boyfriend. He's not a nice person. You noticed, huh? may not be my place to say this, but you deserve to be treated better, much better. You deserve to be treated like a princess. That is so sweet. No one has ever said anything to me like that before. Remember, Trix. The greatest gift you can give to someone is that of yourself. But never let anyone ever take away who you truly are. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You should be treated like a princess. Princess. Oh my God, Harold, that's so sweet. No one's ever said. Are you kidding me? I'm 32. No one's ever told me that before. Dude, that's sweet talk 101. Yeah. That's the easiest thing you can ever say to anybody. You should be treated like a princess. Well, shit, that's what I said to my girlfriend when I was 12. Yeah. Fuck. No one's ever said anything like that before, Harold. I remember. Really, bitch? The greatest gift you can ever give to someone is yourself. I.e., that pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let anyone take away who you are. (laughs) What the (sighs) fuck? That scene (sighs) is really awkward, too. It's so awkward. Guys, because... uh, Harold, obviously, he's like really. You can't really tell from the audio, but yeah, he is trying to be a more downtrodden and like, woe is me. And he has his head, he's kind of like got his head leaned against the wall yeah. as he's sitting on the back porch. And she's sitting a couple steps Front above porch, him. Yeah, but doesn't, yeah. She's sitting on a couple steps above him. And she's like looking off in the distance, not looking. They're not looking at each other during this entire like time yeah, of talking. Yeah, you're right. There's, it's there's really a few it's, shots where they make it, but they're close up. I've heard it's like looking in his general direction. In general but, direction. But you don't really see them. They like you never see them. Them looking at each other, yeah. talking to each other. It's really awkward. It's always close-ups of their face. They're right. never like in the same frame together. It's- and when they are in the same frame, she's sitting two seats above him, two steps above him, looking off in the distance as he's got his head like buried into the siding. It's really weird. Yeah, so... um, Oh, shoot. I actually cut that clip off too soon. There's some more to it. Um, do we no? Do we have to? Well, I, I'm trying to figure out my notes here because because I said in my notes like what you hear at the end. So what happens is after that, Harold starts the music. It, it's just loud oh, music, God, and Harold yeah. starts like going ah, screaming. He starts having like a seizure, a seizure or something, and he starts getting flashes of the scarecrow killing someone, or which seems and this seems to physically harm Harold in some he, way. He's having a reaction, and he runs away after warning tricks to. Get away and never come back. Yeah. And, then, and then he Get runs away off. from here and never come back. Yeah. And he runs away. And she's uh, like, God damn it, Harold. You're like, what? <laughs> you were getting me all worked up. Yeah. <laughs> With those sweet words. Tell me I'm a princess and all. Jesus. What are you going to do about this? As she points to her <laughs> yeah. crotch. What are you going to do about this? 
This pussy ain't gonna fucking sell. <laughs> Go get Sorry. some scarecrow hay dick up in here. Uh, Hey if you, if you, hey if you leave her, if you leave, if you let her go dry, Harold, she's going to go to that 52 year old Matt dick, yeah. dude. You gotta, you gotta be careful. Uh, so we cut back to the basement garage, whatever the fuck it is. And the rando dude is still sitting on the workout thing, drinking a beer. Oh God. He says to himself, I gotta take a shit. And then he farts. <laughs> but the fart sound effect is more like a goddamn like sci-fi Ray gun effect from like an old 50s sci-fi movie I than got, a fart. I got, I got, I got just, it was just, it was long and continuous. It was kind of like. But it was like. Yeah, I can't yeah. even do it. But it sounded more like a sci-fi a sound effect from a sci-fi movie. I did. I, 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 I almost, I almost got when that When you clip. say sci-fi sound, I think. Woo, 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 you know, something no, not, like that. Not, not, it's a low rumble. Right. There's like a yeah. low, there's a low that's what I got. But it's not a fart. And I'm like, seriously, either way, how it sounds, like, come on, how hard is it to fuck up a fart effect? Like, how can yeah, you do yes, that? Yes, yes. Very like, good. That just blew into my hand. Fart effects. Nailed it. Head. Nailed it. Somebody could do that to a microphone. Boom. Put it on tape. We're done. I but they be, still fuck up that up, too. I'm impressed at how well your fart came off there. <laughs> good job. So, Scarecrow stands... Like pops up behind the guy and just punches through the back of this guy's skull. Scarecrow's fist comes out through the dude's face. And the dummy they used for this kill effect looks so bad. But I will give him credit for trying. Yeah. I'll I, give him credit for trying. If they would have just shown this effect in like from the side in profile. Which they did at first. It probably wouldn't have been that bad. It would make okay, whatever. Yeah. But it's so, but when they show it from the front, it when, really. When Harold's trying to, or Harold, when Scarecrow, Scarecrow is trying to pull his fist back, the dummy's like falling apart. It's falling apart, and it's just like this big bulbous, like paper mache head. head that's painted white. It doesn't look like a head. It's just, it's so cheap and bad looking from the front. Like it just, they would have just kept it from the side profile. It would have been fine. It would have been that bad. Like it would have yeah. been passable. And it, it's it starts to crumble and fall apart. You can tell it's not even a person. Like, yeah, it's it's it, the, it, it they really, should it, never it, have showed it from the front. Yeah, because you've gotten the same effect from the side view. He same punches impact. through, and you can still even have like like a little bit of resistance when he's pulling his hand it, out. It, it ruined the impact. It ruins it completely. Ruins it. Um. Uh, so after he pulls his hand out of the guy's face or skull, he, he does find a fire, an axe, a wood axe, hanging on the wall. And he takes it. A brand new axe amongst a bunch of old tools. Yeah. Like so someone, someone, well, somebody just went to Home Depot or some that day. Someone like, from the props department sprung <laughs> for the good stuff. Uh, the the party continues on, but the film does this weird time lapse thing here. So now it looks like the party's the party's over. winding the party's down. Over. Trixie's still hanging out on the porch for some reason. It's been so. I mean, has she been on the porch this whole? That's what it makes party? it look like. The party, like the party, yeah. hours have passed now. Yeah, the they, party's they, over. They make it seem as if hours have passed, and, and they even talk about it. It's yeah, like, well, that was a rager. Whoa, it's it's winding down now. But that's exactly what I got. Like Trixie yeah. just hung out on the front porch the entire time, like waiting for Creeper Harold to come back. Yeah, Man, I she, don't know. She really wanted that creepy dick. I guess. Yeah, so, Matt's yeah. passed out face down on a table somewhere. Nick and Liz are enjoying their post coital sleep upstairs. Um. Now it cuts to some dude we've never seen before who looks like he could be Tim Curry's cousin drinking a beer, dressed like a surgeon, saying that his party has crashed and burned. Oh, yeah. Also 45 years old. Also, for, yeah, yeah, easily. Uh, again, we have another couch guy, like, he's, he's in his 40s. Like, just, it's 
terrible. Uh, he sits at the table talking to JJ about renting some horror flicks, and they go into this conversation about that. Tracy finally comes back inside. Matt lets out another ray gun fart. Again, they fuck up a fart effect. It's, yeah, give uh, me a better fart again. Yeah, nailed it. Bravo. So there you go. All right. Um, then it shows Scarecrow outside fucking with everyone's cars, like cutting wires from the hoods and ripping out like <laughs> convertible. Like, Dude, just, and this it they could have nailed it with just like him opening up one, ripping out an engine, like ripping out a few cords and yeah. walking away. They show him do that to six six cars, cars, all the same car. They just basically recycle the shot six times. Yeah. It was almost like a GIF, like like those re- <laughs> like those boomerang GIF kind of things, you know, like over and over again. Yes, uh, and then he goes over and cuts the uh, power to the house along the phone lines as well. Scarecrow then goes over to the DJ, who the guy we saw as a DJ throughout the party. He's loading up his gear in the car. He's getting ready to leave. Yeah. Um, so the DJ bumps into Scarecrow and asks him, "Hey, dude, can you know get on my way so I can leave? The party's over. I just want to go home." And very pretty, pretty polite about it. But Scarecrow, like, fuck that. He raises his axe high above his head. Ever so slowly. Super slow. DJ just stands there watching the axe being raised above Scarecrow's head. What are you going to do with that, man? "Uh." It's so slow. And the DJ gets an axe to the face, killing him. And holy shitballs, does this makeup job look horrendous. Because it looks like shitballs. It does. It doesn't look like an axe at all. It looks like a bad burn makeup. It looks like someone smeared poo-poo on the side of his face. And... Yeah, it's just black paint on the face, and they add some blood or something, and they called it a day. It, it looks it, like they smeared crap on the side of his face. You're right. You're right yeah, good point. And when he said, holy shit balls, I'm like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> it looks like shit balls smeared on the side so, of his face. Also, I'm also confused now, because the first two people Scarecrow have killed were, are, were not on the hit list. Yeah. So what's the point of having this hit list? And like, Carol's like, I'm controlling you. You will kill these people that have wronged me. The DJ's done nothing except for play some shitty music. So, like, I mean, maybe kill him for that. I don't know. But And then the other dude, just a drunk a-hole bopping around. Never even... Him and he, Harold are never even the same scene together. He did, call, never, the, he did call the Scarecrow an asshole. Yeah, but, okay. But I guess... But Scarecrow that's, that's had, worth killing but a man for. Scarecrow then has some free will, I guess. He's not right, right. magically like, controlled. And if, if you killed somebody for calling you an asshole, you need some help, pal. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't... like So the whole hit list thing is, is already... Like, forgotten about and, and, and tossed to the side. If, 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 if I killed people for calling me an asshole, do you know how many times my wife would have died? <laughs> hey Oh. Hey. Hey. Blue collar wife humor here. Hey. I'm expecting you to do the uh, behind-the-head energized clay cigarette smoke tongue now. It's a visual gag. Yeah, I know. but For an audio show. Yeah, I, I know. But I was in my, it was in my head. Oh. It was in my mind's eye. For an audience of one. For, for an you. audience of one. Um, here we go. So thank you. Um, anyway, upstairs, Liz gets up to go take a shower. Nick warns her that the hot water valve is broken. And And boy, boy, is it hot. Boy, boy, boy. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Uh, she mentions that it looks like the power went out, which doesn't make any sense because we really started thinking about the last time we saw them, they're laying in a dark room with no lights on anyway. And they wake up in a dark room, no lights out. So how the fuck would they know that the power's out? Cause lights are off or already off. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so JJ now decides to go downstairs to check on the breaker box. And then it's right back to Liz in the bathroom, getting lighting candles and get ready for a shower. Uh, if you haven't said already, I'll say it here. Liz is probably, we haven't said it, so I'm going to say here. Uh, Liz is probably the best actor in this movie and she's not great, but she might as well be Meryl Streep in this cast. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. 
Uh, she probably has the best acting ability of anybody yeah. here. Um, unfortunately, no boobs are seen during any of the shower scenes at all. No nudity in this movie. And it's funny that you mentioned that, and this is why. Last week, we kind of had a little tete-a-tete, a little back and forth about booby content. The boob ratio was through the roof on that one. Through the roof. And I, have, I said something to the effect of, hey, uh, you know, that movie had so many boobs, I could have used a little less boobs, a little more humor. Uh, well, <laughs> this movie had zero boobs, and I'm sitting there going... Where's the humor? Well, I thought to myself... <laughs> Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. And that's why I said that's like you never say less boobs. You I, never I, say less boobs. I I I apologize. <laughs> I now realize the error of my ways. I see where I had a lapse in judgment. And I apologize. That's very big of you to say. I, it, that, that's the first step. Acknowledging your mistakes. You, you learn and you move on. Yes. Because so, <clears throat> one thing I noticed that boobs do is it breaks the flow of monotony. And it helps the story for some of these really shitty movies. Boobs are the gift that keep on giving. There's nothing boobs really can't do. And like boobs are just the answer to everything, really. Because uh, this movie could have really used some boobs. Yeah. Um. So uh, in the basement, JJ finds the fuse box, starts, but he's flipping switches, doesn't do anything. So he, he he turns to go back upstairs, and that's when he gets hit by a swinging scarecrow dummy hanging from a rope. So somehow, someway, somebody, Harold or Scarecrow, had time to set up a booby trap. So this Scarecrow, also, same outfit. Same, exact same outfit. Same outfit. So now we have three. Three Scarecrows. Three. three one, one, we have Harold dressed as Scarecrow, the killer Scarecrow, and now an actual Scarecrow. Dead, a lifeless Scarecrow. Yeah. yeah. And he's hanging from a rope. Uh, attached to, the, to, to this Scarecrow... The dummy one is a note that reads, you shouldn't mock things you don't understand. Beware the scarecrow. Uh, at that point, the scarecrow enters the garage basement uh, to which they, uh, JJ's I, I, I like, Whoa. To, no, this, I, I actually like, if you know, you're going to have to shoot the basement scenes in a garage. Like, why wouldn't you just change the, the script and say garage, garage instead of basement? Just say, I, guys, I'm going out to the garage. I'm going to go to the garage. Stop saying I'm going to the basement when you can clearly see in the background it's a fucking garage because there's a door and window leads outside and a garage door in the background. I think there's a fucking four-wheeler in there, too. <laughs> Probably. I'm pretty sure there's a four-wheeler in there. So, I just... just A fucking ATV. <laughs> simple. Change a word in the script and this doesn't become an issue. So, anyway, Scarecrow walks up to JJ, who thinks, of course, thinks it's Creepy Harold. JJ suggests that Creepy Hero get out of here because Matt really wants to like to put a hurting on him tonight. Scarecrow just kills JJ with another axe shot to the face. Now, this kill has the best makeup job, make makeup gore effects we've seen so far. It's actually not that bad. Yeah. I'll, not I'll, that bad. Uh, but it, I'm just going to say, keep in mind uh, for later, uh, he, he takes the axe to the left side of his face. Yes. Left side of his face. Yes. Keep yes, that in mind. Yes. And, and uh, it's, it's, it's an independent movie. You can't, you know, you gotta, you gotta do what you work with. So it's like they show the axe up, they show it coming down, you hear thuck, and then you see the end result. So you don't yeah. actually see it going Bet into it, no. the. Head. But the end result, like I said, the makeup, it's so far, it's the best makeup gore effect we've yeah, seen. Yeah, you can, so you can far. see it. The axe, the axe looks in buried the skull, into in his face, face and he's blood. going, ah! Yeah. yeah. So not, it's decent, it's passable. Upstairs, Matt wakes up. Tim Curry's cousin tells him that the party's over and that everyone's gone. He may be one of the better actors, too. <laughs> uh, Trixie goes outside to have a look around for really no reason whatsoever. She's like, I'm going to leave, guys. And she just walks out. 
Uh, and she proceeds just to walk laps around the house. That's all she does. She just walks laps around the house. Uh, she does. She does spot Creepy Harold in the shed slash barn, who's holding a, a, a knife now. Uh, and he, she goes to like, try to track him down. Harold hides from her while she briefly looks for him, but ends up leaving. Uh, and then he, Creepy Harold, has more visions of the Scarecrow and has, a Trixie has fighting those, or something. Like, seizure vision Premonition moments. Premonition or something. Yeah, where he sees Trixie fighting with Scarecrow. Yes. Scarecrow enters the main house now, heads upstairs. Liz continues to wander around outside. I'm sorry, Tracy wanders around outside. Trixie. <laughs> uh, now she finds all the cars have been fucked with. So in the bathroom, Scarecrow kills Liz. She's he's walks in, kills Liz by burning her to death by turning the hot water on, valve all the way up and is holding her under the water. Hold uh, the phone. Okay, I'm gonna say we can hold the phone, but all right, holding. Fuck this kill. Oh, fuck yeah. it in the goddamn <laughs> face with my Scarecrow dick. God damn it. We're talking. She's been taking a shower. She comments about how long she's been taking a shower. What kind of water heater do they have there <laughs> that can generate that much heat and have that much, like, staying power? And yeah. did you see the shower? It's the shittiest goddamn shower I've ever seen in my it's, life. It's bad. And water is just, like, you can tell, like, the shower head has got lime deposits all in it because they're all blocked. Yeah. And it's just dribbling out the bottom. It's just like a big stream of piss coming down on somebody. <laughs> it really is. It's, and it's, it's horrible. It's, it's like how... It's, it's 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 basically dribble. It's a dribble shower. So you're telling me he holds her underneath the hottest, most scalding <laughs> water that can kill a person after she's been taking a shower for so long. When how how hot does this shit get? That just made me so mad. Oh, it's I, so lazy. It's so stupid. It's pathetic. You could have done anything else. Anything else. Boo! <laughs> Boo! This kill. Oh, sorry. No, I 100 agree, with you, man. You said it. And what makes it even worse are the fucking terrible shitty CGI effects they slap on top of oh, it. Oh, the steam the, effects. The quote unquote steam, which doesn't seem to come from anywhere. It just right. It's, it's just, just on there. her face. It's just on her it's just, face. And then it's like it's like they just use. It's like a. It's like, like a Snapchat filter. Yeah, almost. exactly. It's like you know, it's like a sticker. But worse. It's like, but then they they switch like the camera angle from like a close up of her face burning to like the scarecrow's arm reaching, and the steam again. It's it, it just there. It's like it's not coming. It's just there. It's just it there. There's no source for it to be coming from. It makes zero. It doesn't sense. like flow up and flow down or flow around no. or anything like that. It's terrible. Um. So. Uh, and, and I'll call it the burn makeup itself isn't completely terrible. It's just not severe enough to really make no. anyone believe that a person would die from this. No. Painful, yes, but fatal? Absolutely I don't think, not. Yeah, I don't Absolutely think so. Absolutely not. And because it's, it's, there's, there's a spot on her head. It, what it looks of- like is it's like if someone took like an old cigarette lighter from a car, well, circular ones, and like just stabbed her in the head with it, and then stabbed her in the cheek with it, and then no, stabbed shoulder, her on the other cheek. Yeah. Like it, they're like circular burn dots from like like a cigarette like like car lighter. That's what it looks like. So Trixie runs back into the house and tells the others that oh my car the cars are all fucked up. Uh, Matt blames Creepy Harold and comes clean about their quote unquote prank, which is really more of an assault and d- d- destruction of private property than a prank. Yeah, like that's not a prank where you bring people shit and you you basically and you punch them. That's assault. That's exactly <laughs> that's, what it that's was. Assault. Yeah. There's no prank. Um, hearing this, Trixie says, "You idiot! Do you realize what you might have done?" 
And suddenly she's acting like Matt just released the Kraken. Yeah. Or, or that Matt just killed John Wick's dog. Like, <laughs> what? Like, when is, is here like some secret badass that nobody knew about except for her? Like, oh, shit. The flip's been, the switch has been flipped. Harold's going into John Wick You done mode. fucked up You're now, man. You fucked us up now, man. Like, it came, it comes so far out of left field, it makes zero sense of why. She's like, do you know what you would have done? Ah. So, Matt sends Tim Curry's cousins to go look for JJ. And then we jump to Nick upstairs, sitting on the bed drinking. Scarecrow opens his door. Nick tells him, hey, dude, party's downstairs. You know, head back down, dance with everyone else. Uh... You know, I'm going to have sex with my girl. You can't watch. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Scarecrow doesn't leave. So Nick gets up in his face. Scarecrow then grabs Nick by the top of his bald head. Palms him like a basketball. Yeah. And then with his other hand, jams his middle and index finger up into Nick's nose. Into a nostril. One finger in each nostril. And then lifts him up off the ground off with the, the ground. same hand. So he's like grooting him. Like grooted and like uh, uh, guarding to the galaxy. To that, that one prisoner. He, like, groots him. And so Nick wiggles around for a bit on with fingers up his nose. And then we hear a snap. And Scarecrow just drops Nick's limp dead body to the floor. I, I gotta say, <laughs> I was a little impressed by this kill. Because when he palms his head and he drives his fingers into his nose, he just shoots up straight into the air. So what I'm thinking is what it is, because they're shooting at him about the waist, a little bit above the waist, is that there's two guys on each side of him <laughs> holding his leg, each leg. So when the fingers come up, because he just floats into the air. <laughs> he just goes, zoop, just raises straight up, and the, the camera follows him up. I bet you anything, there's two guys on each side that just go, now, because he just goes, Roop, just raises right up. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck? And it was, it's, it's like... It's distracting. It kind of like ugh. it's like it's like visually bizarre to see. Uh, I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. So uh, TCC runs back to Matt and, and Trixie and tells them what he's found. Um, Matt says that okay, that's it. We're leaving. Uh, but that's when Creepy Harold pops up and says that won't be necessary. Uh, Trixie's all like, "Thank God you're here. We need your help," but. Creepy Harold responds saying, I'm not here to help you. Um, I'm here with I'm here with Scarecrow uh, who's going to punch you or something like that. Like, I, I'm here to help Scarecrow to punish you or something like that. That's what he says. Um, Aaron's pouring out beer in a bucket right now. <laughs> if, you, if you hear that in the background. We're having major beer problems here. Marshall's fridge is the coldest goddamn fridge on the planet. It froze half the beers. Yeah, it kind of did. Um, so, um, Trixie wants to know what you know what's going on. So, Creepy Arrow is like, just where he goes into like his evil monologue. Which, of course, I'm going to play for you guys so you can hear because it's amazing. Uh, yeah, here you go. I'm not here to help you. For the help of the Scarecrow, I'm here to punish you. What the heck are you babbling about, you nutcase? Matt, let him talk. Harold, tell us what's going on. Tonight is the eve of all saints. The night. Last night, 
I called it upon my creation. And it breathed life into it. And light belongs to the scarecrow. And so do you. Guess who he's coming after tonight? No, Harold, please make it stop. I'm sorry, Trix, but it's too late. So there's his evil monologue. Uh, uh, and again, did, did tonight's the night of All's Hollow? Yeah, all Hollow? What's what? Oh, I've never heard it referred to in that way or uh, mentioned in that all way. All Hollow's Eve, yes, but yeah. tonight's the night of All Hollow? Like, what? No. Nah. And, and again, god damn it. And they're all just standing there yep. listening to him babble on about this ridiculous cryptic bullshit. And he's he's got his hands by his head, and he's kind of wiggling his fingers. Well, he's got one hand by his head because the other hand he's holding onto his other flannel shirt. Because <laughs> well, he's taking off yeah. his, he's taking off his red flannel, and underneath is his blue flannel. <laughs> but yes, he's got a flannel in one arm. And he's going woogie boogie. <laughs> yeah, he's just wiggling his finger by his head, and the whole time I just I'm thinking, you know, Matt just go. Fuck that! <laughs> you hear the glass shatter of Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And just stomp across and just stomp a mud hole in him. Problem solved. Uh, yeah, and then, Which this is what he wants to do. Yeah. But of course she's like, no. Trixie's like, no, don't, don't let hurt Harold. Talk. Don't, don't do Let him babble on. And he's like, no, Harold. And please make it stop. This is the best part. This is the best part. The Harold does that, says all this shit, and then just slowly turns around yes. and walks into the darkness. He walks away just walks into the so dark. Slowly walks into the living room. It's like the, Homer walked back into the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> just walks back into the living room. They'll Dude. never see me in here. They can't follow me through the doorway. If I hold still on the couch, they won't see me. Exactly. And nobody goes after him. No. Nobody's like, get back here, you fuck. Like, what the hell do you do? Nope, they let him go, and they completely forget about him. Like, oh, fuck it. So, but, so the next best thing to do is what? They, is what? Well, let's split up, of course. The Trixie goes off to find Nick and Liz. Matt goes outside to, I guess, well, go after Harold. This was a th- that's the thing. That's the thing that I was waiting for you to say. You said they didn't do anything about him. I'm like, well, it's not exactly true. It's not, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because he goes outside, even though we just clearly saw he goes, Harold walk into the <laughs> house. In the living room. He's in the living room. clearly <laughs> saw him go into the living room. And Matt's like, I'm going to kick his ass. I'm thinking, okay, he's going to go in the living room. He goes outside. He goes outside. And goes, I'm here, Harold. Come and fight me, you coward. Oh, God. And, and, and meanwhile, Tim Curry's cousin just hangs out in the kitchen by himself. No more than 30 seconds have passed. <laughs> yes. We just saw him go in the living room, and he goes outside to go kick some ass. I oh, God. I'm like, pretty sure I'm taking his shirt off. Like, come on, man. I'm taking my shirt off. Do I, this. I did notice that his uh, he, he he dressed up as a Jason yeah. character. Yeah, his overalls. I did notice his overalls did get zipped down quite a bit, and some chesticles were hanging out there. Yes, that manly 52-year-old chest hair. Uh, so, uh, Tracy upstairs finds Nick's and Liz's dead bodies. Then goes to window, looks outside, and at this point, so does Tim Curry's cousin. They both just happen to go look, look out the window. Look outside, and they see Matt out there going, come on! Yeah, they stand there watching Matt, who's standing in, you know, um, who, Matt ends up, he's peacocking, and he's standing 
in front of this totally not suspicious pile of leaves at all. Just None. No, nothing suspicious about this pile of leaves that wasn't here before. Um, calling out for the like, Harold, get out of here, blah, blah, blah. And to no one's fucking surprise, the scarecrow bursts out from under the pile of leaves. Matt falls to the ground. Scarecrow stands over Matt, looking down at him. Matt says to this girl, I wish I had this tape because the way he says this is terrible. But he's like, he, Matt says to this scarecrow, you're not real. You can't hurt me. <laughs> and like, it's so fucking laughable the way he delivers that line. I, I just, I, at this point, I just, I just can't with this movie. I just can't. Um, scarecrow punches down and through Matt's chest. Matt starts sounding like a, oh. he sounds like a murloc from World of Warcraft. And he coughs up a tiny bit of mouth blood. A what? A murloc. You, you never played War, WoW, so you won't know. But a lot of people out there who played World of Warcraft, the tens of millions of people do, don't know exactly what I'm talking about. A what? A murloc. Okay. It's a fish creature. It, they're low-level fish creatures, and they're famous in World of Warcraft. Uh, anyway, Scarecrow rips out... I feel like punching <laughs> to your chest right now. I'm start rolling my sleeves up. <laughs> Scarecrow, like I said, he punches through Matt's chest. And he rips out Matt's heart, which is also still beating for some reason. Yeah, they have a lot, of, still, a lot of beating hearts. Really into beating hearts. It's like an overall theme. Um, this is enough to piss off Tim Curry's cousin because he calls Scarecrow, you rotten bastard. His balls drop. And he charges outside. He grabs a shovel that just so happens to be leaned up against the house. Uh, TCC charges up behind Scarecrow, screaming and swings the shovel at the back of his head. Scarecrow's head goes flying off like it was a T-ball. And then TCC, even though he like... Tim Curry's cousin. Yeah, Tim Curry's cousin. <laughs> um, who you would think, he okay, just, he's like, he hey, just, I still scared. He just knocked the Scarecrow's head off. He Mark McGuire'd Scarecrow's head like into the upper deck. and But he's like, he just drops the shovel and then runs back into the house like a cow. So like a this is the way girl. it goes. He, he runs out with the fury of a thousand suns. Yes. But you rotten bastard. Grabs a shovel, runs up, boom, knocks his head off, goes flying, and it, like he just like runs out, hits it, and just keeps his momentum <laughs> and runs right back in the house. Runs right back in. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> you just decapitated the killer. Yeah. You should be like, King Kong ain't got nothing exactly. on me. Exactly. She's celebrating. Like, I'm out of here. <laughs> so like, like Benny Hill's music could play during that whole skit. <laughs> during that whole time. It'd be perfect. Like, what is she, why would you run away from that? You just took off his head. Um, it would make more sense if he ran away after watching the scarecrow pick up his head and put it back on. Which is what he did. Which is what happens. But no, he runs away immediately and watches scarecrow put his head back on while looking through the kitchen window. So... Scarecrow gets back up. Uh, he gets back inside of the house, stands face to face with Tim Curry's cousin, who doesn't change the expression. Again, yeah, just like the DJ, just fucking stands there. Stands there with like kind of. He doesn't look scared. Nope. He doesn't look nervous. Nope. He doesn't look interested. He looks like he's sitting like. Well, he was the cow. He looks like he's sitting like a history, like a classroom lecture, just sitting there. Looking it looks at the like teacher. someone saying something. He's kind of struggling to listen. Like I can't really hear him, but I can kind of yeah, hear him. Yeah, like, you know that face you make when when someone's kind of talking a little little too low, but you can kind of hear him. You're like, oh, you're struggling to listen. You're like, okay, <laughs> he leaned forward. He's leaning forward, like <laughs> yeah. Um, and as as scarecrow and, raise, and scarecrow in, raises his axe again. 
and pulls it back, clearly about to swing it down at Tim Curry's cousin's head. I mean, it's obvious a mile away. He's bring, cocking the hand up. Here comes the hand. Going to bring the axe down. But Tim Curry's cousin doesn't fucking move. Doesn't do anything. Fuck no. He just stands there and lets Scarecrow cut off his head. One clean swipe. Head goes shunk. off. Payback. Again, mm-hmm. not a bad effect. Not, this one's not that bad. Yeah, this not, is not bad. a pretty good effect. Yeah, not too bad. So a tick, tit for tat on that one. Yeah. Take my head, I'll take yours. Um, <laughs> Trixie is hiding in a closet that is pretty much wide fucking open too, by the way. Because um, you can see like they shoot from me and like, the door is like almost halfway open. It, it, she did not close the door. So I'm like, if you're going to hide in a closet, you close the goddamn door. Uh, some, Scarecrow somehow doesn't see her in this room and, and turns to leave. Trixie comes out of the closet, tries to sneak back downstairs, and that's when JJ's dead body just falls out from fucking nowhere. Even though he was dead in the basement garage. Yeah, so he had to be taken all the, all the way, way upstairs to the second floor. And she's, where does he fall from? Because she, he, she's in a hallway, and he's like, does he fall? Was he like gorilla glued to the ceiling? Right, and the yeah, he, like, just, he, just, he just falls out of nowhere. It's a horrible reveal. It's but that horrible. means if he was technically in the quote-unquote basement. Yeah. You have to take him up the stairs to the first floor, and then up the stairs to the second All floor. All without being seen, and then have time to, like, prop Gor- the body the, somewhere. He is wearing a gorilla outfit, he so is, maybe he was gorilla glued to the ceiling. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, Trixie gets downstairs, and just like J.J.'s body, Harold pops up from nowhere and says, says to her, Why didn't you leave when I told you to? Can't stop it now. Scarecrow and I are one. And again, we get another exquisite display of acting, which I'm going to play for your enjoyment. Enjoy this last, uh, not, it's not the last clip, but oh, <laughs> here's one more a, example. God damn it. <laughs> oh no, there's more. Why didn't you leave when I told you to? I can't stop it now. Scarecrow and I are one. You sick murderer. I hate you. I hate every ounce of you. Yeah, there, 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 there. You, you, you hear a spit in there. You do hear a spit there because she does spit on him. Uh, and that clip is probably the best example, like the, the best acting you get out of Harold this entire movie. I would agree. Got a little bit of inflection there. It, it's not Come great. here, Scarecrow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, and at the very end, if you hear it before it comes up, you hear like, like a click Clink. or something. And, um, it's a Zippo. Trixie pulls a lighter out from her tits and grabs a spray she, can of something off the table, and she does the old flame thrower trick. Uh, flame thrower trick. And when Marcia says from her tits, he's not being cute and funny. He, she literally reaches into her bra like a classy lady does. Classy lady pulls out a Zippo. No, this one was a big. No, it was a Zippo. Was it? It was. A Are Zippo. you sure? Positive. All right. Well, there's some notes I have later make zero sense. Okay, I'll just correct them when I get to them. But pulls right. out a Zippo. And gives and when you when you think of the flame flower trick that Marshall's talking about, you think it's gonna be like, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> and it's just a quick, but Harold, when he gets hit with this, he falls back, and holy shit, 
Does he look like he's been to fucking Chernobyl? And the, like, the <laughs> yeah. burns on his face. The fire burst. It burns Charlotte's face, giving her a chance to flee, which she, it, she does. Yeah, and it looks like he got fucking, you know, third degree burns on his face after this little poof. Right. I mean, that's the that's the level, dude. But the but the makeup effect looks like the same axe wound shit that you yeah. saw on the DJ's face. He looks like he's got like severe burn that's been healing for a while. Yeah, but like his entire left side of his face. Is just, yeah, the whole fuck. side of but his just face. Just a little like, poof. I'm like, huh? Yeah. Like this would be, might be enough to maybe singe your, your eyebrows yeah. or something. But that level burns like no way is that. Yeah. yeah. Wait, overdone, and it looks shitty on top of it. Um. So anyway, Scarecrow follows after Trixie as she runs. She runs away. Trixie pulls out, or Scarecrow pulls out a knife now from nowhere. Sure. Throws it at her. The knife sticks into her, the back of her calf muscle. She falls to the ground, pulls out the knife with pretty easily. Like a boss. Yeah. And then uses it to fight off Scarecrow, who just stands there and lets her slash at it. Well, horrible sound effects I heard. Oh, the sound effects. Now, I have no fucking clue as to what the hell they're going for with the sound effect, but it, it's weird. It doesn't sound like mouse. It sounds to me like almost like a cicada or other insect almost. Like, I it, almost got splashing, like a, spl- like a light splashing. It, whatever like, it is, it does not match yeah. with like a knife swiping through at something or cutting oh, no. something up. <laughs> the, their sound man. Their foley artist. is terrible. It's high. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Trixie turns, runs for the barn slash shed, and which now has an open roll-up garage door in it, which didn't have earlier, but it does now. She gets grabbed by a scarecrow. They struggle. She gets tossed to the floor. Trixie then kicks out a piece of wood that was holding up the garage door. It's good to be white trash and not have functioning garage, garage doors, doors. Yeah. Um, because it can save you in the end. <laughs> the door comes crashing down, pinning scarecrow to the floor. She raises the door, and then, and we see that Scarecrow now has been cut in half. Has, has been severed in two. Yeah, severed in two, right at the waist. Trixie then reaches out to touch Scarecrow's hand for some dumbass reason, eh, she like she's gonna to, grab it. Know, and of, but of course, she gets grabbed. Of course, classic horror move. Yeah, uh, but she is able to scramble away, and we watch as Scarecrow's severed torso, like pushes, like does a push up, pushes its body up. Its legs then stand up by themselves, and its torso crawls over to the legs and climbs up them and reattaches itself. For an independent movie, I liked this effect. I did. Yeah, it, so I you agree. Could, you could tell exactly what they did, but they hid all the people involved in it. They, they, the camera angles were correct. The way they did it was correct. It was a good, practical, cheap effect. I agree with you on that, yes. And I, I, I appreciate that. I was like... Good for you guys. You nailed you it. You did something right. Yeah. Um, back in a way, Trixie bumps into a gas can when I was like red gown, like gas gowns, whatever. Uh, she grabs it right as Scarecrow chops down with the axe. The axe gets stuck into the gas can. And when he yanks the axe back and tries to shake the gas can off of it, the, the, the gas like spills down on top of Scarecrow. <laughs> Trixie pulls out. This is where my note I had a completely different letter because I thought it was a, 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 a bit. It was a bit. I thought yeah. it was a bit yeah. in the first it, it, scene. It was a zippo. Okay, yeah. so. Because uh, I just saw a big like you had a whole rant. I like endless yeah. and, and, and endless rant cle- like cle- I didn't think, know about her cleavage was uh, like a bag of holding from D- it just keep pulling <laughs> shit out of it like all these different things all kinds of different uh, stuff yeah but okay the zippo is a zippo zippo so I, I can't do any of that now so she lights it she lights the zippo t- and she tells the scarecrow to burn in hell tosses the liar scarecrow which goes up in flames now you would think that'd be. It right? Yeah, you know, they, they show the burning. I know I did. They showed the body burning. The body was it's it's basically burned away. To and this nothing. is a, a very logical way. 
to end this elephant turd of a movie. Sure. But fuck no. The elephant shit gets even fucking weirder here. This is where it gets kind of like, it's like oh. the, the gear shifts to <laughs> what? And, uh, and, and in case you're wondering, the burning effects were shit too. Because it was, well, the very first one. Because the first one was that same shit we saw in like Sharkenstein and other movies where it's like they just plash Oh, yeah. That- <laughs> and like, the guy's coming up, he's going, yeah. Like, that, that, was, that was funny. And that then was funny. When they actually burn just a fake scarecrow, then it's a real yeah, it burn. It looks like it's like, yeah, it looks Except it looks the right. Except the scene where the scarecrow's arms are like, he's doing like the YMCA pose. He's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, you like can't see arms me. akimbo. But they're not, 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 not straight out. They're like, yeah. oh, like, up. like doing the YMCA, but his wrists, his hands are like turned out. His arms are fabulous. He's like, fabulous. He's like doing a fabulous YMCA pose. <laughs> or like a dance. He's like, hey. It's like what your gay cousin would be doing at your uh, yeah. at the wedding, you know? Yeah. YMCA. Yeah. yeah. And you know, he's on fire. But, but, so, yeah, that. <laughs> More flaming jokes involved there, too. Yep. Oh, uh, boy. Sorry about that. Um, it was so, just too easy. But as Scarecrow burns, we see a swirling ball of yellow energy fly out of the Scarecrow and vanish. Huh? So I'm like, okay, maybe now it's over. The magical energy is gone, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, sure. You destroy- nope, it's not over. That ain't it. Creepy Harold pops back up behind Trixie, grabs her while saying, you stupid bitch. <laughs> Who do you think? You think you can kill Scarecrow? Harold, how could you say that? She, I, she claws at his burnt face, which, by the way, isn't burnt anymore. The black and charred yeah, makeup now is it's completely bloody. gone. Yeah, it, now it's a bloody face. And they just replaced with some fake blood they smeared on his side of his face. CH falls to the ground and says, thank you for showing Creepy Harold. Lo- you know, fuck this. Then he died. I, I'm yeah. playing this. I have this clip. We're going <sighs> to see. This is. I, this might be the last clip I have. I'm going to drink all your beer if you, you keep doing this. You know, go ahead. You, it, you deserve it for watching this movie. <laughs> uh, so here's here's the clip. Well, um, turns out I don't have that clip. I uh, I, I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no more clips. <laughs> so what, what what happened is uh, is uh, she he says that you stupid fight fix. You think you stupid bitch? Do you think you kill Scarecrow? She claws his face. Like basically takes a fingernail, yeah. claws his face. He falls to the ground. Then says, "Thank you for showing creepy Harold a little kindness." And then he just fucking dies. He, he seemingly dies. He just dies. Like, what the shit is happening? He, he falls back after getting his face scratched. Yeah. And goes, Egh. You know what I haven't, I, you didn't, I did record this clip. I recorded it, but I never, tra- I was like, I never finished it because like, you know what? I don't know if I really need this one. I never actually imported it in. So whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, you know what he sounds like. Yeah, you, you guys got it by now. You get it. But the f- thing to do is that he he gets clawed in the face and then dies. Yeah. From the stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, she. He, so then you're like, okay, end the movie. So, yeah, he goes from calling her a stupid bitch and threatening her to thanking her for being nice, even though she somehow kills him by scratching his face. That's a giant. So, and from one spectrum to the other. Woo, that's a bipolar move right so, there. So with now with both Scarecrow and Creepy Harold both dead, you would think it has to be over, right? Well, you'd be a fucking wrong, because hell no, it ain't over yet. <laughs> because now we cut to Scarecrow somehow still beating heart. Now hold on to your butts, Moon Goons. Hold on tight. Because now we see rising up from the burnt remains of Scarecrow is... Absolutely horrendous looking CG stick monster with a jack-o'-lantern for a head. At this point, I just took my notebook and threw it over my shoulder. And <laughs> I'm done. 
The notebook went, whoop, it's gone. I'm done with this movie. I can't, just can't anymore. So, <laughs> there's a jack-o'-lantern-headed stick, stick monster. I mean, it looks like... It's made of sticks. Sticks. It's not, it's sticks. Sticks. I thought maybe it's like Jack Skelton's methed out cousin, <laughs> Jim Bob Skelton, now on the prowl, needing meth and just on a bender. This movie was made in 2009, and this pumpkin-headed stick monster looks like the shit you saw in the old Army of Darkness and Evil Dead movies. It's that same almost stop-motion, clay-motion-looking like, effects. But Ray Harryhausen's work back in, yeah, back but, in but, the day. But in, in that yes. time, or like, or like Clash of the Titans or something like that. Yes, the original. But yes. The, not in 2009. With the, This is, like I said, the Whoop. notebook just went, whoop, I'm done. Um, so Trixie runs and tries to hide in one, in one of the cars. Pumpkin-headed stick monster finds her easily, attacks her through the window. She gets away and runs off again. She runs to another larger barn. This time she tries to close the large rolling doors, but Pumpkin-headed stick monster stops her. So she grabs a pitchfork and stabs at it repeatedly. Not having any luck with that, she drops- Because he's made of sticks. Of sticks, and there's nothing to stab, Really? Um, she drops it and runs for the ladder that leads up to the hayloft or at least to like another loft or landing or something. She gets grabbed around the ankle by the pumpkin head stick monster who instead of easily killing her, which she has so much time to do, just seems to stand there lightly tugging on her ankle. Now we cut to Harold who starts to move. I guess he's not dead now. And at a snail's fucking pace begins to crawl towards the barn. Oh yeah. Trixie's crying out and begging. Somehow she sees Harold, which through like she has extra vision like now. Psychic connection. Yeah, is it like a psychic connection? She's like Harold. You can stop this. You have the power to stop this. It's like Obi Wan and Luke Skywalker. Luke used like he's hearing voice. Like what is happening? Yeah, there's no way she can see him. Her back is t- turned to him. She's, she's up on a ladder. She's fighting with pumpkin head stick monster. And he's on the other side of a wall, crawling through the grass that is like slower a, a, than a, a snail. Turtle's pace, and she's like. You can do it, Harold. Yeah. She's kind of begging for help. Uh, Stigmatch is just tugging on her ankle while she stands on the ladder. So I'm like, okay, but, Harold's going to save the day somehow. And we made it sound way more suspenseful. There's zero suspense or sense of danger in this at all. And it, this scene goes terrible. on for a good three, four minutes. Yeah. And, and Pumpkinhead Stigmatch could have easily killed Trixie three or four times over during this. But there, he's not even trying to kill her. He's not like sli- slicing he's like at her. Holding her he's like just holding her ankle holding and her ankle. Yankee tugging on her. It's like the annoying, like your like your annoying little brother grabs the back of your shirt or something and keeps tugging on your shirt. Like, like hey, 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 hey. Like that's basically what's happening here. So, um, Harold continues his glacial speed crawl. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then we watch as Tracy just seems to pass out or fall asleep for no fucking reason. Yeah. She's, she's like, just, help she's, me, help me. And then she, she just seems passes to, out. to give she's up. Like, she's like, I'm done. I'm, I'm falling she's asleep. She's like, you can end it. You can, uh, you can, uh. Yeah. And she falls asleep. She slides down like one rung of the ladder and somehow manages to impale herself on the pitchfork and dies. Which the pitchfork she dropped by the door... But now is somehow propped up underneath the ladder or behind it, and she impales herself on it, even though she doesn't even fall off the ladder. She's just—I thought nothing the about stick, it makes the sense. The pumpkin-headed stick monsters took the pitchfork 
and stabbed her and had it with him as he was pulling on her leg which made it even more ridiculous that he didn't just Kill her. stab her maybe with a, like he would, if he were just stab her fine be done with it but she just basically falls asleep slides down run wrong and then you see a wide shot it's and, impaled. She, and she has the, the, the pitchfork impaled through her stomach you don't see how it happened it's just there just there and like what the fuck so um anyway creepy howard calls out the scarecrow He's like scarecrow and then he seems to die again he just he dies again and he just out we cut to the next morning and we now go the now back to normal scarecrow Propped back up on a stick in Harold's backyard. So we're back to Harold's house, back in the backyard. Scarecrow is perfectly fine. It's a completely, yeah. we, even though we saw it completely burned, burned ash. But it's it's there it's again. There. So maybe he made a new one. But and there's, then it's we there. see motherfucking Harold walk into view, who we've seen die twice so he's, far. He's got like his morning coffee. Like, he's got the hey, paper. He's like, hey, how's it going, Scarecrow? So does, and for, he does have some sort of trauma makeup on his face from the burn, which looks... Kind of like they just smeared chocolate mousse on his cheek or something like that. It, they, again, not very great. Now, this is the final clip I'm playing for you. This is the final clip of the day. Um, and this is Harold's amazing final monologue of his big plans now. What, so much what, to unpack with why this. Why are you doing this to me? Because <laughs> I can. Well, hello, Scarecrow. It was an interesting night, wasn't it? I suspect the police will be here soon, so you must rest here and be quiet as a mouse. No one will suspect you. I must hide till all this business dies down. Maybe, with any luck, they'll count me as one of the missing. We'll be planning our Halloween for next year very soon. It'll even be better than this year. And look at all the help we'll have. Oh, and by the way, happy Halloween. So that is... That's it. That's it. Uh, he, he says, happy Halloween. He walks off screen and the scarecrow's eyes glow purple, blackout, roll creds. That's how his turd fest ends. But during that scene, they're kind of alluding, okay, saying, yeah. you know, that we're we were going to do even a better Halloween next year. It's going to be even better. We're going to have all this help. And you heard the boom, boom, boom Yes, we, ha- we boom, have to unpack boom. this constantly because so much of this is nonsense. It does It just, bleh, stupid. It, it's fucking, bleh. Um, so when Harold says we, we'll have help next time, when you hear the dun, 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 it cut, the camera cuts the close-ups of all the dead characters that Harold's, that, that Scarecrow's killed. Yeah, the Scarecrow has killed. Harold all, all has, the body count. Yeah, all the body count. Harold is, at least the main ones. I, yeah. DJ and Rand Drunk Dude aren't there. I don't think. No. But uh, Harold has now also turned them into Scarecrows by propping them up on sticks in his back fucking in yard. In his backyard. In so his backyard. He has transported the dead from the party location to his backyard and propped them up as Scarecrows. scarecrows. So they're now in different poses, and they're all in the backyard yeah. with their faces drained. They look, they they, they put they the makeup gra- they in. They put some great to try and make them. So I mean, they tried, yeah. A for effort. A for. Um, and another sign of this movie's horrible terribleness 
is that its own filmmakers don't care enough about the, the wound continuity because this is what I talked about earlier. Yeah. Because it shows JJ, who I mentioned, when he get killed by the axe to the face, he gets chopped in the left side of his face. But when we see the close-up of him in this in this reveal, the axe wound is on his right side. It's so much smaller. And it's not... It, it, yeah, and it's the first time when you first see it, it's a massive axe wound. First. Now we see it, it's basically a little drop of blood around his eye. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. Really bad. It's unexcusable how bad this is. Really bad. Also, can we talk about how he says maybe the cops will think he's among the other missing people? What fucking missing people? It certainly can't be the dead people because they ain't missing. You've turned them into scarecrows in your back fucking yard. I'm pretty sure that makes him suspect number one. <laughs> and I'm pretty, I'm, I'm thinking it'll be fairly hard to hide and lay low when the cops are searching for you because you have all the dead bodies propped up for display in your backyard. What? What? Well, maybe that's why there wasn't a sequel. Fuck maybe, this movie, man. May, Fuck this movie. May, maybe Harold wasn't so sharp. Maybe he got caught pretty quick. Maybe that's, maybe that's why they didn't have a great Halloween next year. Maybe that's why there's no Halloween Night 2 2010. Because Harold, uh, he, uh, he assumed he... He was a mastermind. <laughs> and when the police came by, they're like, uh, yeah, you're guilty. You have all the dead bodies in the backyard. He's like, oh, dang. Uh, <laughs> but I am innocent. <laughs> all right, oh. so that's that's the fucking movie. Let's move on to uh, favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. Aaron, what you got this week for favorite kills? Uh, I'm kind of torn between two. All right. Um, I, I did like the nose... Smash Nick, okay, lifting it up, and you can see him wiggling his fingers around in the nose, and it's making gross sound effects. And you know, you hear a snap, and it was it was kind of cool. I mean, that's the first time I can think of a fur kill by nose pick. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you've seen things put into noses, but like fingers, yeah, that might be a first. Uh, I like that, but I think ah, uh, and, and the other one is is uh. TCC, Tim Curry's cousin, yes. getting beheaded. It's it's between those two. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the nose pick. Nose pick? I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, he palms the bald head like a basketball, <laughs> puts his fingers in nose. He all of a sudden levitates towards the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the, the, the they did an upshot out of him, like screwing around, wiggling around his fingers in his nose, and he's dead. It's... I, I like the uniqueness of it, so that's right. my favorite kill. Um, yeah, I, at first when I first I was like I was thinking the the punching through the skull, but as soon as they showed it from that front angle, like nope, you ruined yeah. it. If you would have done it from the side, you probably would. I would probably bet that's probably my yep. favorite kill. But they ruined it by showing it from the front. Uh, but you're right, the nose. I don't know. When I first saw, it, I was like this is a, this might be the st- one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, but the Tim Curry's cousin axe beheaded. Is a pretty good, yeah, pretty good decapitation. Good effect. Um, and JJ getting axe to the face, it might be the best makeup effect in the movie. So I get that gets points there too, but it's just an axe to the face. But yeah. it's hard to argue with the effects because everything in this movie is terrible. And when you have one semi decent one, it makes it stand out that it much. It does, it, it shines. Makes it, it, makes it shines so much more. But um, yeah, I think. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with you though. I'm gonna go with Nick and the, the nose, the nose. Really? The, yeah, because it is it's unique. It is a first, even though it, it is kind of stupid. But it because yeah. there, everything about this movie is fucking re, is stupid. It it's at least that was unique, like you said, unique and different. Yeah. yeah. So I'll go. I'll agree. We'll, 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 we'll yeah. We'll both say Nick with the 
Nice. Nose okay. All right. Pick of death. Um, so, nose pick of death. Uh, let's move on to odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right. So ratings. Uh, IMDb gives it a 4.7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, it is not even on the site in any capacity. You got a so, 4.7 out yeah, of 10? Yeah, that's high. Um, not even on Rotten Tomatoes, so no, not even an audience score. Mm-hmm. Amazon gives it a 2.6 out of 5. That's pretty low for Amazon. Yeah. That's pretty low for Amazon. Um, plot keywords, there were only four plot keywords. So, uh, can, I, can I try and guess them? Go ahead. Um, Scarecrow? That's number one. All right. Uh, axe? No. Uh... Halloween. Halloween. That's number two. Okay. Uh, Boy, oh boy. I got two more to go. Um, 52-year-old posing as college students. I wish, but no. Uh, Okay. What are the other two? Halloween party and Halloween costume. Well, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Medicare recipient. (laughs) (laughs) Is that one? (laughs) Oh, Oh, I love it. Uh. That's it. Uh, trivia. I, there is nothing I could find really worth even mentioning about this movie. Uh, other than they did Sharkenstein, which we've already talked yeah. about. Um, there was... Uh... Oh, the the security guard Yeah. in this movie. That's the director. That's one of the brothers. The Plato... The Plato... Polona? Polonia? Yes. Whatever. Yes. Okay. Um well, that's, 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 that's a Polonia, bro. So there's our trivia. I don't know if it's Mark or Dead John, but uh, sorry, I should say no, Dead yeah, John. It, it, yeah, it's, it's 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 Mark, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, a little respect for the yeah, dead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Here. I was wrong me. <laughs> I, I apologize. Um, all right, so that's that. But we do get to play the budget game. It's now time to play everyone's favorite game. Guess the budget. All right, Aaron. <laughs> the look on Aaron's face is, is priceless right now. Um, what do you want to take a guess is the budget for the 2009 Halloween night? I know this movie was a budget of like nothing. I mean, it is so low. But how low do you go in low. 2009? Yeah. 2009. It's so hard when you get to this low. I'm going to guess $4,000. Bang, 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 you won both showcases. You motherfucker. Either you, you cheated or you, you, I don't know how, but you guessed it on the dot. $4,000 estimated budget for this movie. Congratulations. Both showcases are yours. Enjoy your trip to Jamaica and your washer dryer set and your new can opener. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, you knew I it? I knew it, yeah. Ah! Uh, <laughs> but honestly, I probably would have guessed under 10 grand when I was guessing, you know. But it was it was an accident because I was looking up because I was like, hold on, is that guy in Sharkenstein? And so when I looked at the movie, one of the first things that pops out, I was like, this budget was... I was like, fuck! <laughs> and I just saw it because I wanted to see if that was the guy from Sharkenstein. I wanted to see if it was... Right. Ken Van Zant. Ken Van Zant. Is that Ken? Is that, is that old Ken? Is that old Kenny? Is that Ken Dog? Is Kenny back? <laughs> is old K Dog here to play another role? <laughs> Shit, can't get enough of that guy. And then I saw the budget and I was like, "Fuck." Uh, <sighs> all right. So now, well, fuck that. Then that you're you're getting a 
Hey, you're, but, you're getting the asterisks next to that one in the history fair book. Enough, fair enough, fair enough. And I, I there's no I, ad, you wipe from the history book. When I said four thousand dollars, I was I thought for sure you'd be like motherfucker. <laughs> a part of me did. Yeah, there's a part of me like ew. I can tell you started celebrating, and then you're like, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, oh, you know what? I'm, whatever. That was right. On, there's been a few I've gotten right on the there, nose. I know there, that has. That's why I was like, eh. but those were complete speculation yeah. and like dumb luck. This one, I was like, yeah, I saw it. So moving on. Two five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. And holy fucking shit, guys. Are there? There are five-star reviews of this. <sighs> Amazon, there's only nine total reviews for this movie. Nine in total. Nine total. 43% are one star. There's only one five-star review. Ooh la la. Five stars from Jay West. It's not quite like a Jason movie, but it is a slasher. I enjoy this quite well. No nudity or sex scenes, but that sucks. But it's got gore. You can't go wrong with gore. It made me laugh out loud when this drunk guy said, I have to take a crap, then farted. Never mind. Love this horror, suspenseful fright for a Halloween night. Five stars. There we go. You made it without burping. Now, before I go on to the one-star review. I don't know if it's as funny, though. <laughs> it's not. Uh, I did write a 7 out of 10 from IMDb. IMDb. Just to okay. kind of, yeah. So, from Justin Buckwalter. This movie was awesome and will really rock your mind. Creepy Harold is a horror icon on par with the likes of Norman Bates, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, and the Camp Blood Killer Clown. The ageless Ken Van Sant was perfect for the role of the 52-year-old college student, Babe Magnet. <laughs> Danny O'Donoghue was the star once again, even though she wasn't the lead. The movie borders on a perfect 10, but the casting of Todd Carpenter is hard to get past. His performance is on par with any Jeff Kirkendall, if, if, of any of Jeff Kirkendall's. If you don't know who Jeff Kirkendall is, and you shouldn't, he is the worst actor on the planet. Carpenter gives him a run for that title, but falls just short. If you are a fan of Polonia movies that feature Daniel Donahue and Ken Van Sant, then you will enjoy this amazingly executed story of horror. Gather your friends, grab the popcorn and beer, and sell in for a fun, frightful night of laughs and gas. 7 out of 10. Oh, this guy's a fan. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Downey was a girl who played Liz, and we commented on her. She actually was pretty good. Yeah, she was actually a decent... Yeah, decent. She was the, probably the, the uh, best in this movie. Best in this movie. Yeah. Might be able to hold her own in other indie movies. Yes, yeah, I agree. One-star reviews from Kindle Customer AZ. I don't know. Kindle Custom Merch AZ. Hmm. Well, is the 40-year-old guy worried... About, I don't know. Why is the 40-year-old guy worried about mommy and daddy finding out about his party? Not bad in a fun way, just bad one star. <laughs> yeah. From E. Taylor, titled Why. <laughs> bad execution and camera shots, acting, actors, editing. I question anyone's review higher than one star. Bad, bad film. One star. From David J. Wuzzlebacher. I wish I had seen this before adding it to my list of movies for Halloween. This is not even a movie. It's a video. It looks exactly like somebody used their home video equipment and edited on iMac Final Cut Pro. Uh, and use GarageBand music. Also, it was, without a doubt, the worst example of editing that I've ever seen. It's worse than any one of the classroom kids who are just learning how to edit. I, uh, I knew within five seconds that this was not at all what I thought I was purchasing. The DVD itself had just a sticky top of that said someone printed Halloween Night on. Yes. Yeah. 
Nobody should ever be able to just create their own video and sell it on Amazon unless it's clear in the product description that this was made by an amateur, which it clearly was. I think I learned my lesson never to buy anything without watching it first. Please don't waste your money or time with this awful video. One star. <laughs> Poor bastard. But you get what you deserve. You bought pretty. Kind of, yeah. If you just purchase this without blind. Yeah, I'll yeah. buy that. Sure. Buy that. Uh, from ATPHX, last one. Uh, I am the only, am I the only one uh, here that thought most of the actors were reading most of their lines and not acting? Uh, two, actors were way too old for their parts. They were playing like mid-30s playing pranks on an older adult that even a 20-year-old wouldn't do. So bad it wasn't even worth paying attention to. I wish I had a lot of, I, I watch a lot of bad horror movies that are just fun to watch. This was not one of them, one star. So that, that. That's going, we, we've gone long with this movie. So um, let's break it down. Our final thought, Aaron, go ahead. Take it away. So bad, it's scary. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's easy. Uh, <clears throat> there's, there's nothing really redeeming about this film. Uh, we talked about this. We talked about this last week. I mean, when you have an independent film, you, you accentuate the positives, you hide the negatives. Their positives actually was actually gore. They actually did a decent job with, with their kills and their make with some of their kills, some of their makeup, not yeah. all of them. Um, but that was the strongest point. Your acting was fucking pathetic, yeah. horribly bad. Um, but you know, you, 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 you make the movie with the army you have, not the army you want. Right. Is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that what Donald Rumsfeld said once? <laughs> but, but, um, you can make up for that with the writing. You can make up with that with, with the writing. And let's face it. You have actors who are. 52 years old, 40 years old, you know, 108 years old. You shouldn't be having a college Halloween party. Yeah. Fucking change a few things. Yeah. It can't be that goddamn complicated, that goddamn hard. You can still have a Halloween party, but fuck me. It was so distracting and it took you, it just took you right out of it. So bad. It's scary. God damn it. Um, don't watch this movie. Yeah. Um, right there. So bad. Scary. Um, so many things. So everything with this movie is wrong. Pretty much everything about it. Um, I mean, you're telling me the people made it. You couldn't get some college kids to do this. Right. Like every other movie. Like there's tons of college kids, 20 years who want to do, will do cheap movies. Like fuck. Why are you casting 50 year olds in college movies? Like you want to cast Ken Van Zandt? Fine. Catch him as, the neighbor or something. I don't know. Or the, or the, maybe he's the cool college dad. Like, I bought the beer. beer. I'm, I'm going to hang out. Or maybe he's like the weird townie that everybody knows. that yeah. just shows up. I don't know, but come on. Um, it doesn't take a lot of effort to find a way to squeeze in the actors that yeah. you want. If you want, like you said, if you want Ken Van Zandt, I get it. You know, fine. You have a guy that you want to work with, but making him a, tw- a, a, a college student yeah. is ridiculous. It is. Um, also speaking, of that, Todd Carpenter may be literally the worst actor I have ever seen in any movie ever, and that's saying a lot considering the movie we've movies we've seen. And what makes it even crazier is that this fucker has eighteen credits. Eighteen. That means he's been hired to be an actor in eighteen fucking movies, and they're all cheap indie movies and B movies. I'll give him that, but still, eighteen times he's been hired to be in a movie. He has the exact same amount of acting credits as Daniel Donahue. Donahoe, da- Daniel Donahue, wait, Donahoe? <laughs> Ray Donahue, 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 Jesus Christ, uh, who, pl- who played Liz, by the way, uh, and she's fucking acting 
Like, she's like an acting, acting god compared to everybody else in this movie. And they have the exact same amount of credits. That blows my mind. And like, how does this happen? What kind of world are we living in where this guy has been in a movie 18 times, but people like Mercedes Varble from Bunny or, or Katie uh, Bosaki from Knucklebones only have one credit to their name? I tell you, that's not a world I want to live in. So bad it's scary. Fuck this movie. Never watch this thing. I'm done. All right. I'm done. Dude, I like your callbacks to Knucklebones and Bunny. Yeah, two of the movies that we've uh, done where the actresses were very good. Yeah. You know, they were they were good actresses. They knocked it out of the park, but they only have one credit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, that's that, guys. I'm done with this movie. Uh, <sighs> take a deep breath. <sighs> Thank you for pairing with us and sticking with us through all that. That's. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back. And that's what we did for Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> that's how we spent our Halloween. That's how we spent our Halloween. Well, not really, because this will be released before Halloween, but yeah. Yeah, but it's our Halloween episode. Yeah, well, next week could be Halloween, because next week's episode would actually be closer to Halloween than this one will be. No. Yeah. Halloween's on a Thursday. We record on a I'm Sunday. playing Price is Right rules, baby. <laughs> Halloween's this Thursday. We record on Sundays, release on Mondays. Yeah. So it'll be after. It'll be, well... Yeah, whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll be back. Until then, guys, remember to watch more horror movies and always keep it tight.